For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Why don't you call in a little bit tired and call me up here like this? You'd rather than just you'd rather have just a private rather have just a private you know, series of death threats or whatever. We don't have 
Gore, and Rabbi Sickle City, the Jersey City Spectator, going ahead and reading some Wikipedia articles about Hitler, and going ahead and practicing paper plutterism. Nor is this the Rabbi Eliar Show, where you have a Chicago Sephardi Jew boy, formerly known as Youth of Stalin, Chuck November, yappy shit. No, this is the Movement Turd, and also known as the Dick Dick Show, and your host is after Martin Luther Dzerzhinsky Winston, and if you want to call in, and if you dare, call in. Hail victory, folks. Greetings, Ogling, Greater, and Mahams, and Asplads across Britain as our plane here in the open air coast coast penthouse. We call Zog Babylon the third and the final, but this show, as always, was aimed at the loft, the found sheep of the house of Israel. Ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye who did hear Christ's call. Greetings. Uh, what is this? Number 278.5 of the movement turd. Today is Thursday, what? Uh, May 21st. 2015. It is cool. It's going to get down to about 43 degrees tonight or so. 44, 45. It's just pretty cool here in southwest Missouri. Uh, heck, we had a nice day, and I didn't get that much done uh, in it. Uh, pretty well, Monday I mailed out the uh, you know petition for rehearing to the Eighth Circuit's Court of Appeals and pretty well told them is that, hey, look, folks, you're going to do whatever the hell you're going to want to do. It doesn't really matter because two weeks ago they just simply said, didn't have jurisdiction, there goes $505. Why, they don't want to handle an interlocutory appeal, which means an appeal where, oh, heck, you just cut off a few people. We're going to go ahead and deal with the entire thing. Well, no. The whole purpose is to allow, you know, allow what? Lawyers and judges to do whatever the hell they want to and not be, you know, subject to civil suit because they're attorneys. They're in power. So this was to where I was suing them for deliberately staying on the probate case, you know, even though Selby had done a whole bunch of shit to me. And it's been 10 years since I was arrested on these bogus child molestation charges. And for three and a half years, you know, I you know, was denied bail, was denied habeas corpus, was denied everything here. Uh, by the way, I clicked on a link here. It's been, what, five years since Kurt Maynard? You know, he had this little problem on the 23rd of May, I believe it was. And he went and supposedly shot his beater wife, the beater wife's new beater boyfriend, the, the beater boyfriend's daughter. And then supposedly shot himself. Now, I don't know if that's true or not here. Uh, usually the Zog pigs will go ahead and shoot you. Now they're whining like pussy because uh, niggers are shooting back. You know, it's you know, it's going to be you know pretty well to where criminal niggers get to do whatever the hell they want to, and they're going to indict pigs who shoot niggers. That's what they're going to do. Now, pigs understand about niggers. 
and it's going to be fun. You know, and there's no there's no there's no downside when niggers shoot pigs and pigs kill niggers. No downside at all. And if uh, the rioting goes where you have more Duke Hooks and uh, Tyrone Leroy Jenkins killing and eating niggers, that's good too. You know, folks, we live we live in a time when there is no quote rule of law. There's no so-called rule of law. You have all these characters running around pretending to be something, but they're not. You know, speaking of which, why I was on uh, the ANSSMC, I don't know if they deliberately refused to accept my phone call or my call in or not, but it didn't really matter. I had more to do. And I got the impression that what they want to do is they want to be something to everybody which means that, hey, if they end up getting arrested and thrown in jail, well, hey, I can, I guess I can say I told you so. Does it really matter? Does it really matter? And let me see. I put up a link about the Southern Poverty Law Center to where essentially they've been misfiling their taxes or whatever. I mean, you know, folks, you know, William Pierce, ran his operation, initially about $400,000 of stolen order money, and it was a Zog false flag operation, just like Stormfront is, just like, uh, you know, all this sort of stupid shit here. Why the uh, the guy who went ahead and, you know, admitted he had uh, under, you know, pictures of underage girls on his computer and took a plea bargain, Kevin Alfred's firm, Stomp, whatever, he went ahead and wrote supposedly David Duck's autobiography, My Awakening. So that's what we have. We have Hal Turner financing. Now, in this country, in this country, well, I'm a little bit annoyed because, oh, what happens is that Monday, I mailed the thing out Monday. I, uh, you know, uh, my Saturday mailing got to, you know, got to Springfield. It was filed. 38 freaking pages, 38 freaking pages of old sword mounters, 18 lawsuits. Ain't the same shit that he tries to pull on me, a uh, motion to strike, even if it's a lawyer who's doing it here. He has his own little motions. Now I got, what, three more motions that I got to answer, or two more motions. He's asking for contempt charges against me. You know, this mongrel doesn't want to provide discovery, which might, which should send them to jail under the bogus Digital Land Copyright Act, uh, you know, they supposedly suing me under, and now he's claiming that he gets to decide what discovery is, why he gets to decide everything here. He wants the judge to agree with that. And what I need to do, I need to make up with that idiot, Russ Walker, and have Russ Walker admit that it wasn't me that provided these four LexisNexis pages here. It was John Britton's Britton's, uh, lawyer who did it in retaliation, Brian Rio, trying to interfere with John Britton's lawsuit. John Britton sent me a picture, you know, a picture of me, Fat Linstead here. Let's suppose I'm a caveman or a Neanderthal or something like that. This was on Old Brother Non-Area's webpage. So it looks like the Mongols are all going ass to mouth with each other here, which is funny. 
Don't talk about Larry. You know, I mean, shoot. You have all these people want to pretend to be something here. John Britton. You know, he's been lying to me ever since. Oh, my dad's name was Edmund, you know, was James Britton. No, it wasn't. It was Rufus Britton. Rufus the Doofus Britton was the older brother of Newman Britton. Really, it was Newman who was, if anything, who got the gift of gab from uh, his father, the Pentecostal linthead preacher, not Rufus the Doofus. So John Britton has been lying to me. So stay one. Heck, he came to me. He wanted, you know, he wanted me to support Morris Collette. I did. That was a mistake. That was a waste of time. Well, heck, I really wasn't out too. I wasn't out anything really other than twenty dollars. So all these characters here, they want to pretend to be something that they're not. And they run they run for the woods whenever they get a problem. And folks, if you want to pretend to be a quote white nationalist, maybe you ought to do it by yourself. Maybe you ought to, you know, not send money to anybody. Keep this money for yourself. Hell, I remember you know, twenty some years ago, it could have been used. You know, used back when SKS has only cost sixty five dollars. You can buy. You can buy what? Oh, you can buy a thousand rounds of SKS ammunition for what? Oh, seventy five dollars. Such an SKS round. Uh, if you bought it, lots of a thousand. Cost about eight cents. Seven eight cents. You can buy, you know, really the uh, the cheaper SKS here, the one which had been issued to a actual chink private soldier, you know, with the uh, with the oil wood stock and the cheap orange paint. That was a better SKS rather than the twenty dollar one, which had oh fancier wood, because it was the tourist SKS here. You know, the one which was actually you know issued to the Chi- Red Chinese Army was a better SKS. For sixty-five dollars, and hey, you know there was some guy who bought sixteen of them. He said something about how forming his own militia over in Kansas. Although an SKS ain't really the right gun to have in Kansas because you have a lot more shots than over what a hundred yards than you do in say Alabama or Mississippi or Missouri even. You know what I mean? <clears throat> SKS is a you know the Chinese use it because hey they. They really can't afford, they don't really want it. Now, when that came out, they didn't use the AK-47 because they didn't want They wanted semi-automatic fire, and they thought it was good enough. And so it was. In case, if you want to get, if you want to do anything, what you ought to do, you know, there's, there's far more, quote, militias, they don't call themselves you know, that. They, there's about three to four times as many militias as was 20 years ago in 1995, 1996. And pretty well, the militias passed, you know, Waco, 1993, 1994, early 1995 before Oklahoma City. They were, you know, they were essentially, what, less than about 20 people who knew each other 
And then you end up having these suburban Hoyer, you know, these suburban Hoyer militias who claimed they were constipation militias, which weren't. And all they did was bring in a whole bunch of uh, Zog Tards spying on them. So I'll listen to a little bit. I'll listen to a little bit of ANSSMC. And maybe they deliberately decided not to unmute me, or maybe they didn't hear. It didn't really matter. Uh, I had some, I'd gone ahead and bought, I'd bought 800 bricks, and I loaded up 150 of them. So what I did is I unloaded them. I got 100 bricks remaining, but I'm going to buy some more bricks. This time I'm going to buy these patio stones for 88 cents. You know, they're a foot square. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go down to the basement, and I am going to, uh, you know, clear clear this trash out, take some of it out, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to load up the cement blocks, and I'm going to load on top of it these paving stones. Because the cement blocks, what the cement blocks will do is it'll get you above the water which comes into the basement from the garage door. So anyway, I'm going to buy some more stuff here because I got uh, that, but I'm also going to have to answer Brian Rio, you know, little Rio card, and he is chimping out. He's chimping out because I sued these characters, William Fink, and Eli James, and Dan Jaws, and Dan Jaws, Marvel's son, and I got an address for the Downies. Essentially, this weekend, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to wait till what? I have to have an answer to his bogus bullshit next Friday. I'm going to try to go ahead and get this thing out by Monday or Tuesday and start you know, adding more people to the lawsuit. Of course, Eli James and William Fink, uh, I have them conspiring with Brian Real to take down my web pages. And I'm going to try to get the Electronic Freedom Foundation or maybe Kurt Lyons, and we will go we will go after we'll go after the anti racist activists, maybe the Southern Poverty Law Center, maybe the rest here. And hey, you know, get this you know, get this show on the road. Okay? Oh, did Russ give you a video call on Skype? Well, I'm glad to hear that Russ knows how to use Skype here. Uh in any case, uh, does he still look like a well-fed, you know, albino, you know, tard? <laughs> Marty has a sloped forehead. Well, I guess here. I mean, what to say? I guess I have more frontal lobes than most of you tards do. Supposedly, they say white people have the highest percentage of Neanderthal in them here, and the niggers have none. So where does that leave Johnny Tonto and Brother Nani? <laughs> Why, they're niggers. <laughs> In any case, albino, let's talk about albino niggers. Russ talks about a lot of stupid shit here. Russ doesn't seem to realize that he's just he's just simply being a tiresome tart. He used to be, he used to be a well-mannered tiresome tart. Now you're a blasphemer if you believe what the Bible actually says. So anyway, 
Yeah, I need to see Johnny Tonto. I need to I need to go ahead and add Johnny Tonto to the while we got him the Kansas City. And make sure that Tonto tells the truth here. Now I've been thinking about that here. I mean the critter came to me looking for me. And I responded to him. And over the years I would work on its I would work on its first daughter's divorce. Even got even got the judge who had you know sided with this here predator who had got her thrown in jail. You know, try you know, I mean essentially his mother had been the crazy one who had uh, threatened to blow up this state courthouse in Pocatello. But they blamed it on a first daughter. And then they gave, oh, the first son-in-law's mother, Green Tooth. Uh, you know, first it was a misdemeanor, but they, you know, hell, you had, you had about 20 pigs left John Brennan's first oldest daughter, oldest daughter. And so I, you know, I would do the fighting for John Brennan. I went, I went ahead and helped him out on his Washington State unemployment because supposedly earned... 80000 and this uh, bunch cheated him out about 20000 but all he had left was $5,000 in unemployment. And then they tried to dick on his unemployment. So I got him. You know, I, I said, hey, look, this is how, you know, this is this is administrative hearing commission. What you do is you just fill out this administrative hearing form. I'd, I'd look it up on the Internet. I'd have them file it. And then the crooked cop shop piggies, you know, air piggies who had, who had uh, screwed them over. They tried to avoid test flying and ministry. You know, the Washington State ministry judge wouldn't have it. So John Burton got 26 weeks of unemployment. That amounted to, oh, I don't know, about $1,500 a month. We got half a year of Washington State unemployment. You know, during the uh, during the uh, oh September, October, November, December, January, February. Yeah, you know, you know, we got from what you know until February 2011. He got a half year of very well paid Washington State unemployment because of me here. You know, I went ahead and helped his sister out, tried to help his criminal nephew, Jeff, out. Uh, you know, helped his, what, brother-in-law? They tried to help his brother-in-law. He pussy out on it here. So, hey, I mean, I was, you know, I was doing a lot of, I was sort of being a Bertrand Compare for, uh, for Johnny Tonto. And then when it came to Oregon, why? Well, we had a bigger fight on that. Had a big, 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 big fight on that. But I made this administ. I made. I got two appeals to this administrative jail, faggot administrative jail judge here. You know, got two appeals from him. You know, because he was off to the side of the line. But essentially, it ended up with him getting a job. Him getting a job, and then. Him wanting to pussy out. Him wanting to pussy out 
on this lawsuit, which has been going on for nine and a half years. You want 50000 I got them 110000 He went in and blew it real quick in 2012. So, hey, uh, that's the way it was here. John Britton has lied to me and lied to me and lied to me and lied to me. All these critters come in, you know, like uh, Dan Johns, bring your dollars. Bring your dollars. Yep, 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 yep. His his, uh, Ashkenazi malunctious son that bleeds out the ass, legal man of 2012, or Jeremiah Jones. You know, uh, you know, Meerkat Mark and Clint Downey. You know, uh, think was yapping about how he had been ordained by somebody nobody heard of before back in 2000. Who cares? I was thinking about Clifton Emmerheiser, Captain Finility Clifton Emmerheiser. He came in supposedly on the court coattails of Bertrand Compare while he was getting all these papers. He was editing Bertrand Compare's papers thanks to Jeannie Snyder. But this Marino, this Olean, Guido, the party Jew, he had Compare. He was working to advance papist preterism, which think and Eli James or whatever his name is this week advances, and then you know, so the no devil theory. Can't call it one seed line. One seed line is what British Israelism. That's the one seed line. Now sometimes call it covenant because they will go with the. Mainstream Protestants will say, well, the Jews were bad. They were bad. They rejected the Messiah. They killed the Messiah. So now there's a covenant, a new covenant, with, there's a new covenant, with the Gentiles. The Gentiles aren't Israel. You know, it's a new covenant with the Gentiles. Well, British Israel came in and they said, well, guess what? Ephraim Scepter, all this good, happy, you know, happy horseshit. But it's one seed line. The no devil is, well, it's not one seed line. It's just simply no devil. It pretends to be two seed line. It's a lie. Okay? So, all right. Well, okay. Well, Bruce, if you want to... If you want to show pictures of your 30-year-old lady love, and I look there, she looks nice and blonde and, you know, white. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? She'll she'll be a lot better for you than a 70-year-old woman who has a Jew daughter who's still old enough to be a mother. It's better to not run around with granny. You know, it's better not to run around with granny. You know, especially when Granny has a Jew daughter who's old enough to be your mother. Okay? Smart, you know, smart to just leave that alone. Don't mess with it. All right? Marty, stop censoring. Why? Right. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Marty Chomo can log off and come on as Ass Clown or something like that or guest number 666 or whatever. I decided, why should I put up with somebody calling me Marty Chomo? I used to block people for that. I don't. I let you tards run wild, but it doesn't mean that I need to go along with that shit. Okay? So, I don't know how to talk to you. <laughs> Not really. Really, when I came in, I had to, you know, I uh, supposedly I heard I heard that uh, gas prices were going to go up and they were going to change the, you know, we are going to go up because uh, after Memorial Day, the day they change, they change uh, the, uh, Know, the formation. So I went over to I went over to the uh, Neosho Walmart. You know, got a few things. You know, filled up my tank. Got what? Eleven gallons. So I saved what? Oh, instead of paying two thirty nine grandy, I paid two twenty four. So hey, fifteen cents. You know, times ten. I saved a dollar fifty. And then I loaded up a hundred and fifty bricks. Brought them home. And uh, Uncle Tom's dog pig was laying low, but he had Fire Island Brian. And somebody said that he admitted that he had cousins who were Jews here. Well, shoot. You have a lot of, you know, there are a lot of Jews. There are a lot of Jews. And, uh, well, Jew York, Jew Jersey, Long Island. Fire Island, whatever. <laughs> I got to laugh here because old Finkel, she's claiming that there's a, there were a lot of Jews, a lot of Jews out on the lone prairie of South Dakota. Now, folks, there are some Jews, Jew lawyers at the state capitol pier. I know there's some Jews. Now, they may not want to show themselves, but there are Jews in, in pure South Dakota. There's probably some Jews in St. You know, in Sioux Falls, maybe even in Rapid City. But, you know, out on the lone prairie, <laughs> uh, they're sort of scarce. They're sort of scarce. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, well... <laughs> Uh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce has a nice disposition here. He's nice. He wants. He's proud of his little girlfriend or his older girlfriend. But you know, this time, ten years, ten year, ten year older girlfriend is not a big deal. You know what I mean? You know, she, if she's thirty, she's still she's still ripe here. You know what I mean? Not overripe. All right. So heck, uh, you know, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised it fell through. I think it was for the best, Bruce. Okay, it was real with mind here. All right. <laughs> okay, is not take? Well, I guess she called it uh, Linda. I'm sorry, uh, Mary. Uh, after what? Last week she wanted to call in and explain herself or get put her side of the story, and she can do so. If she wants here, uh, I think it's I think it's best. I think it's probably best for the way it has turned out here. 
Uh, you know, sort of like with Bruce Gorman. You know, this winter, his 14-year-old uh, Duke son called in and it was clear to me that Bruce was not going to, you know, leave it up to Dragon Lady to, you know, to uh, raise him. And so what do you say to that? You say, well, hey, uh, you know, you know, I'm not demanding that you abandon your good son. Maybe, you know, maybe you are, you know, you have four more years of having to pay child support. You don't want to cut the April strings, don't cut them. You know what I mean? If you're not able to, if you're not able to do something here, don't bother pretending you're going to do something that you're not going to do. I think I think you're better off figuring out who you are, what you're going to do, and then doing it. That's why I can talk for four or five hours. I don't have to worry that I'm going to be caught out lying because I just don't. I just don't tell any. It's just a whole lot easier to be honest. A whole lot easier. A whole lot easier and better to be honest from day one. Well, John Brittany lied and lied and lied and lied to me here, and I believed it. Hell, I was sort of sick here when his you know, Cherokee faggot son here, Cody, called in on January 5th, 2014. Oh, you know, hell, I burnt $6 worth of, well, not prime meat. I don't really buy prime meat, but fairly good meat. $6 worth of, uh, you know, fairly good roast here. Just burned the crap out of it. To where only my four-legged poopy dog wanted to eat it. I was I was a little bit upset. I'd figure out John Britton was lying to me. You know, he was playing little games with Russ Walker and R. D. Bradshaw's, so hey. I was a little bit I was a little bit annoyed at the time and then you figure out it was a shoot. Don't be upset with people when they revert to what they are. Okay? Just you know, you know, just just be glad that the truth came out and live with it. That's why, that's why it is stupid to join the bowel movement. If you want to read some racist shit, by all means, go over to Sperm Fart. Go over to VNN if you can stand, if you handle it. Go over to the Southern Poverty Law Center blog. Go over to my forum. Go ahead and do a number of things, but don't. You know, don't whip out your pecker here, you know, and then, you know, take it to the little chart guillotine here and just chop it up here, you know, a millimeter at the time here. That ain't smart. Just live. Just live with who you are. Stop trying to fool people here. I would have a problem, think. If after he got out of prison, here he is, a nigger nose kike, and went ahead and killed a Puerto Rican sneak thief. Oh, what am I going to do? I know. I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do. 
Go ask him out the niggerlet mongo. Nigger knows niggerlet. Go and ask him out the mongo here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and pretend to be a CI dentist preacher. We should quit. We should run off into the woods. What do you want? What you do is that you you study Yahweh's word. You sort of pay attention to what's going on about you. And then you live your life. As honestly as you can. If, you know, if not off with somebody else here, honestly, at least with yourself. I laugh at these critters like that Bruce Jenner here. Here he is, world's greatest athlete. Can get pretty well all the pussy he wants. He marries a beautiful actress, has two children by her. Why can't he just simply, why can't he just simply, hey, honey, you know, I went ahead and bought me a homo magazine here. Would you mind if I, if I, you know, while I'm screwing your pussy, would you mind if I just put the old magazine out with a damn staple there and, yeah, your little nose might be rubbed here. Here, you know, here, put a little towel over here, and, you know, or if he just kept it to himself here. We don't always get whatever the hell we want to, which is probably a good thing. Oh, I mean, hey, I have contempt for Jimmy Sweet Lee, you know, Jimmy what? You know, Jimmy Lee Swaggart. And Bruce Jenner and all, you know, Lindsay Lohan, all these phonies who just can't get along with themselves. You can't get along with yourself. Who the hell are you going to get along with? You don't get everything you want in life, and maybe that's a damn good thing. Maybe it's time to do. What is good for your wife or your spouse or your children? And what, you know, you read in the Bible what is good, what Yahweh expects, even if you don't want to, maybe it's a good thing every so often, most of the time, get, you know, have a moral, live a moral life, you know, have decent habits. And essentially get to where you have these good habits. I mean you get once you have a good habit, a good routine, you'll stay in that routine. Except for the you know, time you have to be intelligent. And occasionally you sometimes get out of that routine. But don't do stupid shit. This bowel movement of ours? Oh, you know, uh, the, the Italians have what they call our coaster nostra, our little thing. Coaster nostra, our little thing. Well, Wigger Supremacy and CI Destry is, you know, the adult page of Wigger's coaster nostra, our little thing. And we allow Jews and Mamsers and the rest to run wild. Then we get surprised when we get corn diddled by it. Hmm? Maybe it's time. 
in this time, past time, you have decent habits, good habits. You know, the habits will it'll sort of keep you in the right, but it'll keep you in the right way. Sort of like an 18 wheeler here, driving down some of these southern roads here that's asphalted. Stay in the rut here and do the good things. And occasionally, when it comes time to do some of the better things, the more intellectual things, the more rise above things, well, because you are, you know, you're in the good habit zone here, why you can do more. That's what I advise you to do. Anyway, folks, it looks like Bruce is calling in. So I'm going to go ahead and take about a 30-second break, and we will be back. And if uh, Linda wants to call in, Pinky Notain, she can do so too. So, folks, we are going to take a break, and about 30 seconds, we'll be back. Hail victory. Hello, Bruce. How you doing? Bruce, you should be unmuted. Hello. I just unmuted my microphone. There you go. How's it going? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Somebody says this is not, Mary is not in there as Pinky not, not take. Well, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's, yeah, hard. Who knows? that is, that is, that is her. She called, she said that was a thing when she called me on the phone. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's see here. Let me, you know, so anyway, uh, I don't know. I think you're better off with, you know, with a, Girlfriend ten years older than you, than one fifty years older than you. That's that's my opinion, though. Although I think it's about everybody's opinion as well. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, pretty much. Uh, you know, we we met we met last week, uh, like today, last week, exactly a week ago. And uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, she picked me up in her car. We went to a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. And she has a job. No, she's on welfare at the moment. She's been let off her job. Okay. You have, what, a dole or something like that? Unemployment, yeah. whatever? Yeah. In Australia? Yeah, yeah. and I, I currently I currently do have a job. I work two days a week, but I'm, I'm looking for full-time work, you know. Okay, I'm going to mute Northern New Jersey. That may be Mary. Yeah. Hello, Mary. Hello there, Pastor Lindstedt. How are you tonight? I'm well enough here. Every day, not in jail or in that house, is a is a good day <laughs> for me. Anyway, uh, well, I consider we're all in a nut house here in the U.S. of A. 
Well, yeah, that's what a lot of people... The real saints people are the ones outside, the insane people are the ones outside the nut house. Well, you have many people in the nut house, too, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know... You know, I went to court this week, so I'm starting on Wednesday. I'm in a criminal uh, high-profile case. Okay, well, you know, maybe you're not supposed to talk about it. Who knows? I don't know. It's going to last four to six weeks. So oh, that'll okay. into the middle middle part of June. Is oh, it really? Involving a, is, it involving, <laughs> is it involving a nigger criminal? Uh, no. Um, oh, I think he's a, uh, he looks a lot like a, uh, um, Bill Fink. He has the same style. Yeah, he's got a little he's got a little weaselly Jew that his attorney, you know, with um goggles for um glasses. Okay. <laughs> so uh well. so I, I I was hoping I wouldn't get Selected, but I did. But you know, now I'm kind of looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a good experience for me. And um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you are you pinky not pink in the uh, chat room? Yeah, of course I am. You know I'm pinky okay. not. Okay. Well, that's why I thought. You yeah, I'll you. Now my, when I was a little girl, I, I picked that name uh, because. When I was a little girl, I had an uncle that used to call me Pinky all the time, and he would pinch right. my. He called me Pinky, so I got the nickname Pinky. So, uh, and you taught me about you know the, the taint issues. <laughs> you recall that? I mean, oh yeah, I was. I was, I was talking about camp of the you know, camp of the taint. You, know, you were camp of the saints, so I was calling it camp of the death taints here, which means camp. You know, a struggle of the. Struggle against the, uh, you know, not quite whites here. So like Brian Rio and the rest yeah. here. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. it's a really easy test to do. I mean, anybody can do it. You know, if they get a <laughs> headlights like you know miners lights, you know, and then they could get a a magnifying mirror, and you get a, or not that that, but a flashlight, big flashlight, and you know you get on the bed or get wherever you need to be and. Look between your legs with your, you know, no no clothes on, of course, to see uh-huh. if there's any brown spots between the two holes. Or okay. <laughs> well, That's uh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen one the other night, but it was a tick. You know what I mean? Oh, so. well. <laughs> oh, you mean you're, not, you're totally white? You don't have any tainted blood in you? Not that I know of here. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, I'm saying... I'm saying no. I mean, I was, you know, I had a, you know, I mean, when you go out and you mow grass here, though, what they'll do is, you know, where they like going is on your male parts here. They like going on your male parts. The second place where they like going is if you're wearing a belt. Uh They'll crawl up to the belt line, and then they can't get any further, so then you'll, you'll pick them up. You'll pick them off. You'll pick them off at the belt line, too. You know what I mean? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I've never, I don't know. 
Well, I don't they have a lot of them kicks in New Jersey, but they have a you lot of them in Missouri. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there are. Off, you're better I'm off. Every place. You're better off mowing, you know, mowing down the grass because what they'll do is they will climb up to the top of the grass here, looking for, you know, looking for mm-hmm. somebody, you know, somebody or something to go ahead and crawl onto a warm-blooded critter here. So what happens uh-huh. is that you'll you'll cut the ticks in by half when you mow the grass. You know what I mean? Huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know, if there's a tick around. When I, I mean, they'll find me any kind of bugs. I seem to draw them. It's my uh, sweet skin. <laughs> no, it's my, it's really my coloring because I'm, you know, fair and a redhead. I've always had the problem with, you know, insects. Fleas is one of them. So if I get around a dog or somewhere that's fleas and it gets on me, it, I'll be miserable, you know. Uh, well, I have a four-legged poopy dog that used to have a flea bath here. I'm sort of waiting till tomorrow or Saturday, and then I'm going to give him a flea bath, and I'll buy him a brand-new flea collar uh, Saturday. So, in any case, though, uh, we, we, we don't need to talk about fleas here or ticks here. Oh. You know, I want to oh. take you out in the country. I want to check you for ticks. Dee, 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 dee. This is a country song by Brad Paisley uh, that they sung, oh. you know, back when I was in that house in 2007 or 2008 here, yo. I want to check you for ticks. So anyway, <laughs> let's not, let's not, let's not, you know, enough of ticks or something else here. Let's just go ahead and talk about, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. I'm sort of hoping that, you know, you and, uh, you and Bruce would talk about, oh. Uh, I, I have nothing to argue with this, though. I mean, you know, it just happened, you know. Okay. Well. I, I had, you know, he thought, I guess he thought my daughter, no, my daughter totally surprised me. I had no, I had, you know, hadn't talked to her for almost, what, two and a half years. And all the blue, she calls me, you know. And you think she heard that you were going to Australia to marry Bruce, though? You think that uh, might have had something uh, to do with it? I don't know anything about that. But I, okay. I, I thought, no, no. But she really surprised me because she was living with this older man. And she finally, uh, he, he, well, how old is she? She's what? She's 50 she's by 50. now, ain't she? She's 50. Yeah. She kicked out the old part about a year and a half ago. She kicked him oh, out. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I was going to say, um, so basically what happened was, uh, yeah, that, uh, Mary, you know, Mary sent me an email, email saying she was not going to talk to me on the phone again and all of that. So she wasn't going to, wasn't going to come to Melbourne, and that, and, and that was just because I, I I basically said to her, if you're going to associate with your Jewish children, that uh, you know I don't I don't want anything to do with you, and okay. uh, that that's basically what happened. And she just she just chimped out, and you know she she said oh, she couldn't deal with it. It was before that because uh, you realize that you you were um, talking on uh, being into this girl, and you gave me a. Uh, a description of what she was like, and you thought she was like uh, uh, somebody uh, or the girl in the uh, romper stomper movie, 
and that she was like a mongrel or, or you know, he went on and saying she was a whore and all this and that. And she kind of tricked you, set up a time with you, um, you know, through the VN. And you thought you were meeting a couple, two two people, and she she really was hitting on you, you know. She set up a time for you, with you. So, um Hey, 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 hey. But before that's you, the before business. You, I mean, I don't, you yeah, know, yeah, I really yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, don't, 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 uh, don't, don't try and talk for me. I'll tell you what happened. Basically, yeah, I met this, I met, I met Ellison, and basically what, what it is, is, um, you know, I, I only afterward, only after you decided that you weren't going to, uh, you weren't going to speak to me again. I didn't organize yeah, no, no, that. But I, I understand, honey. I understand that. But it, the fact that you um, um, you got tricked and you went there and you spent some time and after you know after you uh, we had that conversation then you finally told me that on the next call when I called you the next day uh, on two days later that um, you know that you wouldn't have anything to do with me because of my daughter calling me and. Um, if I had anything to do with it, and you know, I, I'm trying to say to you, I haven't had anything to do with my family. Well, this is where I, I, I totally, okay, I totally, no, totally I put, let me finish. I put together the fact that I said, you go and you sat and you had lunch with this girl, and you're asking me to come to uh, Melbourne to be your wife, possibly to live with you as a uh, as as your wife, and you're going to be. Yeah. You know, meeting up with single women like this and no, listen, I no, 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 no. I organized that after you'd already already said you weren't going to speak to me again. So you're lying. You're a lying woman. I didn't say I wouldn't. Say, I just said I wouldn't call back again. No, well, I didn't say it was yeah, you. I didn't say that. I just said I'm just and, and, uh, hey, hey, I was hey, Shane, Shane Davis, Shane, you know, Logan, Logan Hunter, and Russ Walker. They both try to help you get out of that multi multi-racial, uh, you know, shithole in uh, New Jersey, Jersey City. No, and, Ross uh, Walker and guess what? And guess what? Listen, you didn't, Ross you didn't, Walker, you didn't. listen. Ross Walker yeah. did nothing. He was not involved yeah. at all. So don't, don't yeah. go and go there because that's not even, that's not, that's not, you know, the issue here. Well, the issue, they, they, they try to help you. Is, they, is, they there's they try no to help argument, you. Bruce. You, there's nothing to argue Hey, it hey, does. you're not even listening. They try to help you get out of that multiracial uh, shithole, and uh, all you and and you kept on associating with your your Jew daughter. I think Lo- Logan probably ran away when he when when he found out that you were speaking to your Jew Jew daughter and stuff like that. No, that's you not know? why Wolf well, no, Logan, no. Logan Logan offered to take you to Tennessee to live there, and you you uh, wanted to hang out with your Jew children instead. No, that's not the case. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, it. You got, you, you, are, you have what in your head whatever you want to believe, but that is not the real case, you know. And it's also another thing. It's very, it's not something that a a, a woman or older woman, anyone can do, is just up and move and change your whole life and go to another country or even another state. You know, it's hard to do. And then the reason this has happened, I probably would have been there with you already. If this um, court thing hadn't happened, I was summoned to jury duty. So you know, I could you know I and the court and the, the judge yesterday after he 
selected all the uh, jurors. He informed us about two stories and to let us know. One of his juries uh, that he picked came to him afterwards and said, oh, I forgot to tell you, Judge, but I have a ticket to fly out of the country tomorrow. And so what happened is he got arrested, put handcuffs on him, they hauled him off to jail, and they slammed a big fine on him. Um, oh, really? And another another one of his jury duties, this came in for two days and didn't come back the third day. Well, they went out and arrested him. They put handcuffs. He went to jail, and they say I'm a big fine. That's what would happen if I didn't go to court. Do you understand? If I hadn't shown up week, I would have. They would have come and got me. Because it is hey, very. I, it's, I didn't. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you not to go. I just said. I just said to you that you know if you'd followed my advice, you wouldn't have even had to go to jury duty if you just uh, made up some stuff about you know anything really no, you some sort of physical you know, or anything. I, I can't you can't make up anything until I had to go in and sit through the whole process and be they had like four hundred people there interviewing for all these jury cases and. Uh, you you know you have to you know what am I going to tell them that I can't go in what because I'm sick no you can't do that if you're sick you have to have a legal you have to have uh, a medical signed by a doctor reason why you can't participate. Yeah, do you know how easy it is to get a medical certificate by faking that you've got some condition? I mean, doctors are not mind readers. They're not going to know that you're faking I don't all the time. I don't go to doctors. I don't. Have, I haven't been to a doctor for a long time. And I wouldn't go and call up a doctor and say, hey, you know, they would have to put me through an examination and have to diagnose me before they'll sign anything, okay? Uh, Not the way well, it is. And you're kind of, I can't go into a doctor and say, hey, give me a, this so I can get out of jury duty and hand them a few hundred dollars. No, uh, no, you don't say that you're doing it for jury duty. You use some creativity. And you make up some story to the doctor. I have, you know, uh, what would I make up? Oh, I'm to tell him that I what? What am I going to tell him? Well, what I would do, I mean, I, I was on the jury pool way back in 1994. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the little boys and girls from the prosecutor office went ahead and called me trying to figure out how I'd vote here. And, you know, I, I, I asked him, does this have something to do with the fact that I'm on the jury pool? Oh, no, 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 no. We just ask hypothetical questions. I said, well, how come I haven't had these hypothetical questions before? Oh, I don't know. No, we're, 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 not, we're not trying to figure out how you're going to vote on a case. Well, that's what they were doing. You know, after 1994, when Oh, I started having oh all these fights over burnt out headlights and you know <laughs> seat belt tickets and all this sort of thing and was running for governor's liberty and why there was not going to be you know there was not going to be any allowing me on the freaking jury pool you know what I mean <laughs> I don't even have to worry anymore about I being on the jury pool. To, I don't have any kind of a, a medical background. I'm really very healthy. I can't go into a oh. doctor 
Well, you know. that's good, Mary. That's good, Mary. And you know, like I like I said before, here, uh, your your daughter, your daughter decides to come see you. Your daughter decides to come see you. Uh, you know, I, I've had the same thing with you know Bruce Gorman here. Is his Gook's son called in, asked a bunch of questions, and what it boiled down to was, you know, well, Bruce, uh, you know, I mean, you, you know, there's no need for you to abandon your Gook's son since that's obviously you're not able to do so. You know what I mean? It's, it's good that you yeah, don't do Are you do understanding that. that I am not him? I'm totally different from him. Okay. Well, I've been well, thirty. Three years. Okay. I have, due to my divorce, seen my son only three times in the last mm-hmm. 30 years. Three times. You understand? Yeah, but you basically, and the last you basically... Time, let me finish. The last time yeah. I saw him was eight years ago. What, you know? Yeah. And it's, I, you know, I'm a, in the 30 years I've been, um, 33 years I've been divorced. I've seen him uh, maybe five times in those 33 years. You call that a you call that a relationship with a, uh, a son? No, no. Yeah, but uh, you see you see your two daughter like every week probably. No, I don't see my daughter yeah. every week. Yeah. Oh, when I was living in Charlotte, I didn't see or hear from her for three or four years at a time. Where where does she live anyway? Does she live up in Jersey or in something? Maplewood, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Well, ain't that far, is it? I mean, I no place in New Jersey. I don't know how far it is. No place in New Jersey is more than a. I don't think there's a single place in you know in New Jersey is more than a hundred miles from each other from each other. You know what I mean? Well, she lives probably thirty, forty minutes from here. I don't okay. have a car, so I don't know. I'm not, I've not been to her new place, so. Yeah, right, yeah, right. I've been invited. I'm not going. I haven't, you know, I don't instigate. I didn't instigate it. Matter of fact, I told Bruce when when I told him, I said I was totally, uh, uh, I did not trust my daughter. I said I don't know what she's up to for some reason. I felt like she's up to something. So, you know, I mean, well, the last uh, time I, I, was... Yeah. She would only come by to get me to do, try to do a DNA test forever. Never spent, you know, she never visited me. It was always for a reason. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've got to say. I don't have any problem with getting away from her. I just, you know. Yeah, well, here's, here's what i got to say. Uh, basically, you know. Don't worry about it. Don't you, worry about you, it. You, you know, you're, you know, it's not, it's not entirely your fault, is what I'm saying. It's because women have got this maternal instinct. You can't get, you can't give up your children. That's because you, you can't help it. It's just biological. You can't give up your children. Okay, so once, once, a, a, you know, a woman like a white woman's got like mams of children, they can't give them up and suddenly become a, a neo-Nazi or something. You, you, you can't help it. But I, all I'm asking is, don't pretend to be CI. You know. Why do I? Why should I not pretend to be? I, why should I not be CI? I'm more CI than mo- most of the people in this uh, chat room here. I am. Well, what well, why I be? I'm not going to marry uh, someone I don't, and I'm not trying to bring my kids into CI. 
you know, where you're, do you get you're off? About as, you're about as CI as Bill Fink, to be honest. I don't believe in Pauline doctrine. No, 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 no. I mean that you know his Jewish background. You know you, you've got Jewish children, so it's it's a contradiction to be CI and all that. If you're well, if you're I want to know you define CI to me. You define your definition what CI is because I've never really read the definition. What is it? Well, if, if you're CI, as far as I see it, you shouldn't have you should have no association or friends with people who are non-white and no association with anyone who's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how do you know if they're not non-white? Like, for instance, the young woman that you're dating right now, she does not look like she's Caucasian. Um, you don't. That's why I had I had this little. Oh really? Oh really? The, a natural, a natural, has, natural blonde. So there because there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people who are. Um, yeah. They look that they be white and not really be Caucasian. They could be a mongrel. You know. Yeah, yeah, but you you believe Walt Disney was was Adolf Hitler. I mean, you believe a lot of crazy things. Uh, Walt Disney was Kermit Roosevelt, and he was also um, he thought was Walt Disney. He put, Walt Disney did all the propaganda for the war, and um, Hitler was he played Disney was Kermit Roosevelt, but he became Disney, and he also played Hitler. That's why you can't find you can't find where Hitler was born, or can you find his birth certificate, or can you find a death certificate? Because he never existed. It was an actor. I, I'm not going to talk anymore. I really don't appreciate. Uh, I'm I really. Was, I, was, I want you to be happy, Bruce. Be happy. I was really being your. I wanted to really come and be with you. That was a fact. So I'm. I'm really sorry it all happened this way. I, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate you. I, I just feel, I just feel sorry for you because you can't admit feel reality. Sorry. Do not feel sorry for me. That's the last thing I want. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, how much would it cost to fly from New Jersey to Australia? Uh, let's just hang up. But that, that's, that's probably it's probably better radio now without her whining voice on. But yeah. Um, it's like, oh, uh, like, uh, if I was to guess, it's about two thousand five hundred. Oh well, it's probably yeah. just as well. Um, Poopy Dog said, uh, you know, Mary should be thankful to support. I think, I think, I think it really was. I think it really was for the best here. Uh, a lot of us sort of. I was, I was pretty, I was pretty fair to be honest. After, you know, she broke, she broke it with me. I was, I was pretty fair. I didn't show her pictures. I didn't swear at her. I was, you know. I think I was fair. I think you've been I think you've been relatively discreet of that here. But yeah. you know, on the other hand on the other hand, uh you know uh she called me up or Mary called me up Monday I was real busy because I had to get that notice you know, petition for a hearing out and I, you know, she called me around two and I said, Well, uh I, I'm really busy here. She said she'd call that night, and I'm glad she called in here. But really, you know, you know, there, there are people who got, you know, who got down on Bruce Corman and says, you know, how dare you embarrass Pastor Liz, did you, by, you know, trying to bring your, 
14-year-old Mongols from the congregation. Well, it's not it's not really about it's not really about me here. It's about understanding who you know. Uh, there was Pastor you know Bob, Robert Miles. He said they're racist. We're Nazi. Is someone who knows who he is and then acts accordingly. You know, he knows who he is, so therefore, since he knows what he who he is, he knows what he's supposed to do. Hey, hey, Mon, uh, I, I need to I need to go in a few minutes, but I just wanted to comment on on this thing that was posted on the on the daily uh, daily you know daily sperma uh, you know, on Peter <laughs> England. Uh, this this sure. article, uh, it's uh, I just posted a video. Nigger tells Wiggers you're all gonna die. It, it's it's a hilarious video. It's uh, there's a black crackhead. Uh, he's like 60, and he goes up to a bunch of you know Wigger faggots, uh, and, and and he starts calling them a bunch of faggots, and uh, and then one of them like hits him on the back when he's looking the other way, and then you got this young uh, nigger thug who walks up to the faggots and says, "You're all gonna die." And and they, and they and they say who's gonna die? And they say white people. You're all gonna die by the end of this year. Okay. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll click that. Maybe I'll click that uh, thing on. I mean, generally, I'm I'm glad that needless expense uh, you know wasn't taken. I'm glad that you found someone closer to your own age, Bruce. I'm glad. You know, I mean, she lives in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah, only, ha- only half an hour away from me. Okay, yeah. so that's probably that's probably for the best here. You know, I mean, you know, you know, it, it's not like I am going. You know, oh, about last year. You know, last year, you know, I had this crazy heifer named Opnafemna who gave me one star because I, you know, told Bruce. Maybe it's a good thing that Dragon Lady runs off 200 miles away from you, from you know, to Panama City, and bothers Bill Frank and takes your 13 year old, you know, half duke son with you. It's probably for the best here. You don't have to worry about you know, you have to pay child support for the next four or five years, but you don't have to mess with it no more. And so then he goes ahead and calls, and really, really, I think that people. Just do what they must. They do what they got to do. Yeah. And so you shouldn't, you know, I mean, I wish Brian Rear would run off. I wish Bale Fink would run off. I wish Capsonelli, Clifton M. Heiser, and Eli James, and Dan Johns, and Legal Mamzer, and, you know, Meerkat Mark. I wish they would all just run off. I wish they would go do their own thing. But what they do is that they have done their own thing. They're bringing in no devil. They're bringing in papist preterism. They're, you know, essentially, they're revealed for what they are. Yeah. And so hey, hey, Mon, that is what Mon. the show does best, I think. Yeah, I, I want to I keep this, you know, I, I want to keep my call, you know, short and sweet. Uh, so basically with that Daily, Daily Sperma article, uh, Andre the Nigger is saying how he thinks that black people, you know, he, he loves black people, and you know, and all of that, you know, he's expressing his love for the niggers in that, in, in that well, article. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you you see his daddy, but you'll see old Andre the yeah. Nigger's mama. Why not? Here, well, probably she might have cone tips like his favorite thirteen-year-old girl here. You know what I mean? 
You don't need to kill people <laughs> yeah. here. I mean, shoot, you don't see Andre the nigger's mother. You know what I mean? There's probably a reason for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's revealing. He's revealing who he is or what he is. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and, and also, uh, also, I think uh, Matt, Matt Heimbach, the guy who looks like a Jew, he's uh, got a black beard. And, yeah, uh, he Robert, and Robert and Robert Ransdell, they went to like some baseball stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio, to argue with the niggers about their Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah. Well, who cares? Uh, by the way, yeah. by the way, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, what happens is this guy named uh, I used to call him Coon, you know, Jelly Create Target. His name was Ralph or you know Randolph Dillaview. And he was he was a accountant. He's he's found him out. He went ahead and he's 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 been looking at the tax shit for the for the National Alliance or Wiggersquill's you know, version of National Alliance. And essentially they've been running a scam for well, they've been running a scam since what? Pierce got the four hundred thousand dollars yeah. from uh, Bobby Matthews. So now it's all of the all together out and old uh Old Wigger Squill, former, you know, Buck Money, you know, Randolph Delavu, why he, you know, or Smoky Mountains or whatever, whatever the hell you want to call him. Uh, he, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, he's run off from away from Wigger Squill. So all this shit, yeah. all this shit, you know, it, it all, it all, you know, in this movement of ours, in this style movement of ours, all this shit, eventually everything comes out. Everything yeah. gets revealed. Nothing is a secret for very long. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so anyway, I really, I really do, I really do need to get going. I have some yeah, stuff well, to do. So, you know, take care. I mean, shoot, right. a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people thought that you know, you go ahead and hang up, Bruce. But a lot of people uh, thought you know, a fifty-year, yeah, a fifty-year age difference was not going to. You know, it's not going to be papered over. So I think it's a, I think it's a good thing that you know, you know, that Mary's, you know, Jew daughter came and visited her, you know, during, you know, during Mother's Day, what a week or still, two weeks ago, what was, when was last week, week ago, and that it, you know, that fell apart. It's for the best. You know, why spend twenty five hundred dollars to go? You know, halfway around the world, literally. I mean, let's see. And what happens is that it's 13, you know, 14 hours from here, so it's 14 hours from New Jersey. I mean, 13 hours is what? Oh, you know, close to 12 hours. And 12 hours is across, you know, is the other side of the world. If, you know, you get 24 time zones. You know, 12 hours is literally on the other side of the planet. This is not only on the other side of the planet. This is on the you know, this is on the southern hemisphere. It's for the best. It really is. It is for the best. And all this stuff ends up being revealed. And that's why you know that's why I don't you know I don't blame Marion. I don't blame Bruce here. I'm sort of listening because I'm a piss poor interviewer. And I thought it'd be better just to go ahead and to listen. So anyway, Bruce, I was glad you called in. Mary, or Mary, I was glad you called in as well here. 
Uh, we're going to take about three or four or five minute break, and we'll be back. Hail victory. Okay. All right, Mary, I'll, I'll let you back on a minute here. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just hold on. Okay. Hello, Mary. Hello there. Um, I just do you think, do you think do you think that me or Bruce was unfair to you? No, not really. Okay. No, I um um. I mean, uh, it is you know one of the reasons Hello, I. Are you, can you hear me? Hello there. Uh, one of the reasons uh, that I I was you know noticing a difference when I started thinking how thinking through this. I've been single. For 33 years, taking care of okay. myself for 33 years, I've never gotten involved with anyone, not remarried, nothing. I've had, I've lived in two or three different states by myself, gotten jobs and worked, independent, um, taking care of myself. So, um, and I appreciate, I mean, I, I mean, I like, I like Bruce um, Howard a lot, and I still love him. He's adorable, and I want him to be happy. And I don't believe that I will be making him happy or would make me. I, too much age difference. Um, and you know what they say about old, old farts, you can't kind of, hard to change, you know? Can't teach him new tricks. Uh, no, it's, well, it's kind of like, yeah, but that, you know, I wouldn't be able to keep up with Bruce. He's, he's full of energy. He's young, you know. And um, so, and another thing, you know, five years out, I'm going to be really looking like a prune. <laughs> if okay. I look well. <laughs> you know, I'm only three years younger than his daddy. I mean, then I started thinking about all the situations if I'm living with him. Wait, 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 wait. How old is Bruce's daddy? He's 73. Really? Yeah, and his mother is oh. six. His mother's so, 60. So they had, they had Bruce at a late age then. I, I was yeah. getting the impression that your daughter would be, what, about... I heard that you had a, you had your first kid when you were seventeen. Or you were eighteen, eighteen, yeah. something like that. And then, yeah. you know, then you had another kid a couple of years later. I have a so. son. Yeah. Okay, so your daughter was the oldest, right? Yes. Okay, so I'd say she was around fifty, and I would say, heck, if Bruce is twenty-one, why hell, you know, your daughter would be old enough to be his mother. Yeah, that's right. So, Okay. Thought, you know, my son's old enough to be his father. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, I mean, he has he has he has the heart. You know, I know what he's like. So. Um, well, they're having they're having a little, in the chat room. They have a little bit of fun with you know with with Bruce here. I'm not ashamed of it. I, you know, I loved loved the whole time I was 
talking with so how so so your yeah. daughter came to see you from what Maplewood, which is what oh, western she, New Jersey yeah yeah i know where I know where Jersey City is and I thought Maplewood was uh, one well, of the was thing is, these, i wasn't I was going to like you know uh say not to, but I was trying to figure figure out a way I could get my picture taken. Forever, I've been trying. You know, I don't have a camera, and I don't have a. Um, my my phone doesn't have the selfie thing on it. I only have uh, text messaging and um, unlimited calling. I don't have yeah. an internet service on that, and I don't well, have, I have a, a, I have a, a camera. Huh? I have a camera on my. You know, uh, I call it my dumb phone here, my beer phone, my fourteen dollars phone. I don't. Okay. I have camera, but I don't have. I'm not able to put it into the into the uh, computer to email it to anybody because well, I don't. That I, I send every so often. I'll send a picture to my email address uh, on the phone or something like that. So anyway, you you had pictures taken of your daughter. Your daughter I just simply she took to dinner and she took pictures, and I thought you know while we were dinner of me, and so I took that opportunity to send them to Bruce. That's all. Oh, okay. and, uh, and I wouldn't lie to him. I told him the truth, you know, that well, you know, said, she Bruce came along. You know, really he has deleted yeah. those pictures. He's not going to send them out to anybody. So, uh, yeah, I know. Your I know what you know. Okay. Well, I'm not so, concerned. Yeah. The pictures weren't that bad, but, you know, and I didn't have a picture of my daughter. I did not send a picture of my daughter. Oh, okay. No. Um, anyway. Uh, that's not so, important. It's not important. The point thing was, even if that was, it, it might have worked out, but I started putting it all together. It's going to cost me two or three, almost $2,500 to get there. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and it. That that yeah, I may not live that long to get there. The stress, you know, and then with this jury case coming along, I can't deal with much more stress. You know, all I can deal is just try to get by day by day. You know, so um, you know, these Bruce doesn't understand what it's like to be totally alone and not have a support system at all, and that's what I have been for the last thirty three years. Um, so, you know, he has, he's, he's not even, not even yet left his home, you know, gotten a place and got a job and he's got a career where he's taking care of himself. He's been in his home. So it's hard for a young man like him to perceive at all what it's like to be on your own. He only knows but what it is within his family. So I didn't know, I didn't know. know, I didn't know his parents were that old. Pardon? His parents are rather. Yeah. I didn't know his parents were that old. Bruce and I had something. My mother was really old when she had me. And um, so, you know, we we had a lot of things in common that, you know, in our lives that similar things. He's a, that happened to him in his life. So, you know, I, I, really, I don't have, 
I regret, Bruce. I'm really I'm delighted that I had you in my life, and I really meant the things that I said to you. So, um, that's it. But okay. it, it, you know, when you're totally on your own, and totally on your own, it's it's frightening. I can't take the chance of. Like, for instance, if I would have gotten out of the jury duty and something would have happened and I got arrested, that would go on my record. I don't have a criminal record. I cannot take a chance in going somewhere and losing my my uh, Social Security, which I earned. It's not, it's not welfare. This is Social Security. In this country, Social Security is uh, insurance on your working experience through the years. So yeah. I earned my Social Security but I could lose it if I, you know, did something wrong, you know. Um, well, I, don't want to do I, that. I, don't want to do that. So you'll be you'll be out of the trial, and who knows here? It it might be on again, but I don't know. I I sort of think that. Oh, well, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's for the best. Wanted, yeah, and, 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 and you guys let can. Me finish. Let me sure. say something. I would like to say this to Bruce, and that's why I, I emailed him back. Tried to expl- I, I was trying to open him up to thinking of outside of his 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 lifestyle where he is living at home with his family still. What it would be like if he were in my shoes or somebody else's shoes, who is totally with no one, trying to make it in the world, you know, and um, it. It's it's not the same thing when you're under an umbrella of your family and they can take care of you. Something goes bad, you know. Okay. Um, so, and I was also extending to him, you know, if he really cared to continue communicating with me, it's up to him, because I would not uh, impose that on. I I saw kind of the writing on the wall, you know. <laughs> so um, that's how it is. No hard feelings, and do not feel sorry for me. Trust me. I've been out oh, here. I, know I, don't, I'm I, don't, I am I, a survivor, Bruce. It's something you learn, and I have learned it. I know how to survive. I know what to do. So, you know, it's just that I'm older now, and I'm living, you know. And there's other things. Everywhere you go in every, every city in, this, uh, in the United States is infiltrated with mongrels. So uh, he, he cut off. You know, he didn't, maybe he didn't like that, but he's still very immature. Bruce is very immature. Well, he had to, he probably had to go somewhere. What time is well, it? It's around, is, what? It's around what? Oh, it's around, it's around 5.30 or something like that, or what? Four, let me see. I don't know. It's, um, no, it's, well, it's it'd be, what, 11.44? It'd be what? Uh, it'd I be don't know. It'd be 3.44 in Melbourne? Something like that. I guess. I guess. Yeah. They're like uh, so. Uh, fourteen time. Fourteen. Let me see. It's a sixteen-hour time zone yeah. uh, from here. So. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, so he is. Um, you know, and, I, and I, you know, his life is, and he told me some things that really upset me, you know. He had dreams, and you know, he's still under, he, he sees his psychi- the psychiatrist every week. He has to go out to the nut house. He's not, he's not free from that yet. Okay, so he, what, is he getting and, shot and, or something? Uh, 
he is still every and he's supposed to be completely finished in um the end of this month. But okay. his they're going to you know, he he'll be like on I guess probation or whatever. Um, you no, know, I, no, 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 no. What they do, what they usually do is they give them a shot. They give them a shot, and then you know. What do they do? Okay. They give them. They give them a shot of resperidol or whatever, and then yeah. you know he's expected to show up. He's expected to show up and get in their shot or something like that once a month, something like that. That's what yeah, my, he doesn't take one every week, does he? Because he's seeing a psychologist every week. Oh, is he? Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I and and not you know, only I mean, that. I mean, my you know, my little nut house stay was to was to that soften, stuff is you know, soften me up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, uh that 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 medication is very bad for anyone that that risks oh, whatever. I agree. Yeah. And um, his, and then he tells me that his father wants him to stay on psychiatric treatment, or you know, going okay. to see a psychologist. You know, and I'm going, what am I going to be getting into? That's not a very good, you know. And and I, I, you know, this is how I see it. I think Bruce needs to to get through with schooling his plans before and get get a good job and then get into his own place. Then consider having a relationship with meeting the right woman. But he's not in this position at this point in his life, remotely ready to be involved with a, a mature woman. Okay. Well, uh... you know, his lot. Uh, he, you know, um, you know, when you get caught up in, in uh, love, what you know, love, and you think you're in love with somebody, and you're all talking about romance and hugging and kissing and you know all that good stuff, and um, like he wanted to, he always could say, oh, well, he's the one that started all. If I read the first email he sent to me, he would be, and I'm going, hmm, <laughs> I'm not going to put him on the spot. I won't do that, but it's kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, I was flattered through all this. I, I kept telling him right from the start I was too old for him. And I was I really was thinking in terms of being just a friend to him, I want, you know, to be welcome to call me. I was considering, I was considering, I'm still going to do that too. I'm considering going to another country to live and what I might do when I get there or just not because I don't really want to stay in the United States. I'm not happy here. I may, and the thing is, so I may not be happy in another country either. I mean, the way it looks uh, worldwide, it's pretty much um, the same, especially in any country where there are white people. Okay. You know, you agree? Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I just you know, well, you still can, you still can uh, send emails or whatever. And... Oh, he, he doesn't want to do that. You see. He didn't want to talk to me. It's like, you know, you see, they, they jumped to conclusions. And, yeah, um, it's just not. When you have two young men, or Logan was the same way, they come from well-to-do families. They've been protected all their life. They've never really been out and done, made it, had to move, never been anywhere, never, you know, 
went to another country to live or went to another state to live all alone, develop a whole lifestyle away from the family, away from security, you know? Uh, they don't know what it's like. You know, Yeshua, his whole family, he was homeless. His whole family abandoned him. They turned against him. You knew that. And I sent that an email that Yeshua was homeless and he had his family turned against him. But, you know, you, you understand what it would be like in that situation. And that's really where I am. Because, you know, um, I... <laughs> I have no family left. My uh, family's dead. My mother's been dead for years, and my brother's now dead. Um, uh, so it's uh, this. That's that's reality. You just don't make a rash decision and come right away somewhere. He wanted me to come. What, he would call and say, "Have you got the tickets? What? When are you coming? What flight are you coming in on? You know." And when he's like, he can't really understand the planning involved in making a move like this serious move that he was requesting of me. So um, it it takes time. Even if, uh, you know, I'm not involved with anybody, I decided to go. I'm not going to be just up and gone like that. It's going to be a plan. I have to plan it. I have to research it, decide on my making the right move and where I'm going. You know, unless I'm driven out some kind of crisis. But look, I've been through crisis. I've been through being evicted. Are you there? Yeah, still here. I was, I was evicted, taken to court where I lived before. and um, <laughs> living, I live with uh, uh, Arabs in a Russian Orthodox building in Brooklyn. Um, that was a real experience through the World Trade Center event. And... Uh, had three different, four different roommates, all of it because my daughter didn't want me living with her, so she couldn't stand that thought. That's, that's why I said I'm totally detached from There's no way that I could ever, well, ever live with her, you know, the daughter. So, you know, it was. it's not going to bother me to up and go somewhere and leave. It's not. It's well, just that I, don't, I don't have the financial means, do you understand? See, Bruce has financial well, he, Oh, well, I doubt he has twenty. I doubt he has. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Twenty-seven hundred dollars. I, I'm, I'm not saying that. Look, it doesn't matter what he has in the bank. He has spent nothing. He's taken care of by his parents. Okay. That he, Bruce, could not exist today outside of his his parents' home. He doesn't have a home or doesn't have a job. He he hasn't gotten, you know, he's not bringing in income. And let's face it, you've got to have an income to have a home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. His income is his family. And they take care of him. So he's not being, he hasn't been kicked out of his home. If he was kicked out of his home, he'd find out real quickly what it would be like in the real world. Well, I don't know. Maybe he could maybe maybe get along with old old gender bender. And uh, what happened? Somebody was saying, uh, "Long I have you heard of Long Island Brian?" Oh, forget it. I'm not interested. <laughs> Look, uh, you know, I know you. I heard that the last time. That's what I wanted to say to you. I really think that that was quite rude. I am not interested in hot for any young man. I'm really not. Okay. 
I mean, if really? I were, I would have been married a long time ago. I'm 70. I said I've been divorced for 33 years. Okay. If I, and now look, I was damn good looking. There was nothing wrong with the way I looked. And uh, if I wanted a man, I could have gotten one. I wasn't interested. I do rather not have the headache. So um, through these years. So this kind, you know, uh, so I'm not interested in any Long Island Brian. I'm not interested in any of these young, you know, they're all, there aren't real men around anyway. They're not any real men. Matter of fact, I think the real man I just saw uh, two days ago who, he was in, he rest uh, yesterday, actually, it was, uh, when I came out of that restaurant. I had my hair down. I wore my hair down long. And my hair is almost to my waist. It's turning really beautiful, like a honey white. And it's wavy, very curly. I had rolled, it was really curly. And and, uh, I had two people. When I got into the restaurant, the young woman was sitting at a table, and she just said, you have such beautiful hair. You have big hair. Hair. And I said, well, thank you. And then when I got out my lap, this man literally followed me out the door. He said, I had just come to tell you, I just love your hair. Your hair is beautiful. And he was good looking. I said, well, you, oh, thank you. I said, rarely you see a real woman with hair. <laughs> and he smiled. And I said, well, you know, I'm 70. He was white on the head. So I knew he was, you know, he's tall, good looking, white hair. And, um, he had a a beard and a mustache. He says, well, honey, I got it on you. I'm 78. He says, I'm really glad that I got to tell you that because your hair is beautiful. And he went off to, cause during the lunch hour. So you see, very, I mean, that was a gentleman. That was a real gentleman. And um, there aren't very many of those around. Well, so hopefully my point, I run it. My point, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt to be polite. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And it, well, I mean. Or there's not polite to, like sword mamzer and federal city and the rest of these critters. Well, they're, they're, see, they, uh, they're, they're, they're perverts. They haven't, they haven't any, they don't know what being polite is. And they yeah, hate, most know, of them not, hate not, women. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, Eight yeah. women. I mean, it, it, well, you know, I I just generally find it a whole lot easier to oh, pretty well stick to myself. It's well, just, it's I just have easier. To. It's just yeah. pretty well. And if you live in town, if you live in town, well, you get to where you you sort of learn to. You know, mind your own business. You don't get you don't get involved with what other people do. You don't you know and, and I imagine it's even I imagine it's even more the same in a place like Jersey City, New Jersey. Now that was uh, well well look that was a real shithole. I lived in Charlotte for years. Charlotte, North Carolina, downtown Charlotte and worked down there for years. Well, Charlotte, have... Charlotte Charlotte was being you know, Charlotte was being grown, you know, it was Oh, there used to be a 
mid-sized well, town. It used to be a mid-sized town or city, and then it just it started oh, growing like crazy it's one, in the yeah. 70s and 80s and 90s. Well, I was like there crazy. all through the 80s. I, I was divorced in North Carolina in 1982. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, like, say in 1962, people were talking about going to Charlotte. Why, yes, it's sort of like the oh, yeah, super, that's right. uh, it's sort of like yeah. the super county seat. And then you're driving a truck. And good Lord, they have skyscrapers in Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, and you didn't you know look it, at your it was, it you know, number, the fifth, number it's the 10? fifth largest, no, it's 10, number 10 in the nation, but it's the fifth yeah. largest bank city in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, so I lived there. When I lived, moved into Charlotte, I came from Louisiana. I lived, I went and lived with my mother right after I was divorced for a year or two, um, down in Louisiana, where Rutherford really is from. Louisiana. He was, he's from Louisiana, but he lives in North Carolina now. Yeah. Um, so I came back from North Car- uh, Louisiana in the mid '80s, and I moved to Charlotte. Because, see, me, my daughter was at East Carolina getting her textile degree, um, you know. So I moved back there. Um, my, at that time, my ex-husband was in Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut, and um, my son was up in, at the University of Connecticut with him, okay, in the, that particular time. But then I came back to North Carolina because I wanted to be close to my daughter, you know. And I took an optical job. I was an optician um, in Louisiana. And I went to work for a company called Metzler National Optics. And I uh, repped optical metal frames, beautiful metal frames to ophthalmologists and opticians in North Carolina and South Carolina at that time. So, um, see, Bruce feels like he is a older man because some of the stuff he's gone through makes him feel old. I'm sure because he's, you know, <laughs> but he hasn't he hasn't been out into the the other part of the world where he's had to really fend for himself. You know, really get a job, being a, a totally away from your family, alone doing it. And I've been alone. I was alone in the marriage because my husband traveled all the time in his big corporate computer job. He was traveling 100% of the time. So I ended up raising the children alone. Um, I ended up keeping the house and doing all that. And then after I get divorced, I'd never been in the workforce. So then I had to learn to get in the workforce real fast, you know. And I was, like, forced into it. And then I had to start taking care of myself then, getting jobs, finding housing, keeping a job, getting skilled, you know, all by myself, absolutely had everything ripped away from me. Everything that I knew was gone. He took my home. He took my kids. I didn't, you know, I was a mom. I had, <laughs> so I've really been through it for the last 33 years. It's very important that I cannot make a mistake at this point in my life. Well, don't look like don't look to me like you're going to. I mean, no, no. I, I mean, and, and Bruce is always welcome. Yeah, well, I may not keep the 
you know, I I got an extra. Uh, well, Bruce, Bruce, <laughs> the Bruce don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. But I doubt he's going to show up on your doorstep in New Jersey. I, I doubt it. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it was all. It's you know, I mean, he he doesn't he, he can't comprehend what it's like to come. It's like he's never had to make money. He's never had to fend for himself. You know. So he's like a kid still at home, you know, like when you're raising your kids and, you know, dad's got the money and they're always, they're always going to say, oh, dad, when can I get the money to go out in the car? Can I have this money? I want to go here. I'm going to see my friend. Well, I need to buy these books. You know, they don't comprehend what it means to have to work for, uh, go out and get a job, make money, and then take that little bit of money you have and this as much is for housing, this much is for Utilities, so this much his for clothing. Parents, huh? His parents are his parents are elderly, but they're well off. Yes, they're well off, and they're teachers, and they've taught them nothing. They should be well, ashamed. They've taught them nothing. Come on, they come have, on. There are some people who's not able to learn anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, I think he can learn things, you know. But well, you know, until until he is um, until he is uh, on I, his I own. Know, I don't know his parents, but I was trying to tell him, "Is it shoot? It's not wise." You know, I mean, when he was when he was starting about a year and a half ago, he was starting to go off the rails. You know, I went ahead, I went ahead and told this nigger and nigger here, and then I ran home here and the nigger followed me here. I said that wasn't smart. Why didn't, you just keep your, why, why didn't you just keep your mouth shut? Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, he doesn't and think. Then, and, and, don't, and don't follow, don't, you know, don't, you know, if you're, if you're being chased by a nigger, don't run home. Especially yeah, that's if, right. If you have elderly parents here. Yeah, uh, that's and another. When the cops mm-hmm. come, when the cops come, did you call this, did you call this nigger a nigger? No, I don't know what the hell you talking about. Ah, you know what I mean? I mean, well, people, you know, no people are just simply lied out their ass, you know. That's not for well, people. Well, evidently, but, evidently, you know, I mean, Bruce, Bruce well, has Bruce has low impulse control. You know, yeah, he I mean, must, low yeah, he does. Non-existent. You know what I mean? He just he acts. He reacts constantly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He uh he has a problem not uh. He reacts instead of acts. I mean, he just automatically reacts and not think about before he makes an action what's going to happen. Um, I mean, from what I understand, this nigger, the neighbors called, he told me, the neighbors called the police because it was so noisy. You know, I got this nigger, followed him home. You know, um, and he supposedly lives in a white neighborhood, a very upper class white neighborhood. So, um, and I, I convinced him to take. I mean, his, I mean, but I was, I was trying to convince him. Don't call your, you know, don't call your daddy a child molester. Yeah. Don't, 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 claim, don't claim that he yeah. molested you when you were three. Now I sort of thought his parents would be more like. Well, well more like your daughter's age, around fifty or forty. No, his mother is sixty, and his father is seventy-three. And so I convinced him, uh, Pastor Lynn said, I convinced him to um, take, he, on his Google Plus uh, webpage, 
and uh, information. He had very negative statements about, oh, about his father. He ruined his life and what he was. You know, father was a, you know, pedophile and all this and that. And I said, you know, Bruce, think Bruce, about this. I mean, you're, you're living well, in Well, let me house. let me tell you. Let me let me finish what I was trying to get to. I have to finish sure. it right now because I'm talking about it. He had it on his, you know, uh, information of what his job about his father, and I did convince him he took it off. He says, I listened to you, I took it off. And he did. He didn't put it back on. This is, you know, that is not very good. If you try to get a job or try to look, and they find out that that's you, you know, on Google Plus, not, may not be his, that's not his well, real name. I mean, the people who are you know, going to hire him, yeah. the people who are going to hire him are going to be old enough to be his father. Yeah. And they're going to say, do I really want to hire this kid who, you know, he's mad at me, he's going to call me a pedophile? Do I really need this uh, yeah, shit? And, and, and you know also, I mean? yeah, and badmouth his parents. Oh, badmouth yeah. his parents. Yeah, see, that's the immaturity. It's part of the reason he's that way. His parents weren't, they didn't tra- train well, him. Well, right. he could say, he could say, hey, look, me, my parents, have our differences. Yeah. No, I I love that, and honor them. It's just that well, you know, it's, he, time, it's time for me. It's time for me to find to make my own way out in the world. That's a smart thing to say. That, I mean, that's I remember right. when I remember when I was eighteen here. I remember when I was eighteen here. Why shoot? I just oh, my father and I were a good deal alike, mm-hmm. and I really. I really just wanted, you know, I mean, I went to, you know, well, I went to Crowder College, and then I went to Rolla, you know, and pretty well. You went to Loyola? I went to the University of Missouri, Rolla, and then I went to the Army. And essentially, when you know, I mean, when you are that age, you know, you just chafe, you just chafe, at your dad's rules or your father's rules of, of what he wants, and essentially, yeah. hey, I'm you know, I'm going to do my own thing, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. you know what yeah, I mean. Sure. Your father, you know, your father just doesn't understand you, and you yeah, know, uh-huh. I mean, you get to where you want to. You know, essentially, uh-huh. you want to move out. You want to move out. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to well, live there. No Bruce, Bruce is not capable yeah. of moving out, you know. Well, um, maybe not here. I mean, that's why I was trying to tell him. I said, look, uh, Bruce, you know, you know, you're not going to make, you're not going to make. You're, you know, I, I thought, his, I thought his dad was more like in his late forties, early fifties. No, he's seventy-three. You go ahead, you go ahead, and you're telling. You're telling a middle manager here, and you're calling your own dad, who's his age, a child molester. This, you know, a pedophile. This is not going to go over. Yeah, well. and you know, mm-hmm. he, he, and um, I did convince him to. I think he's. I, I believe he. See, he doesn't think things through. He's not. No, you know, no, he doesn't think things through here. That's why. That's no, why not that's at why, all. That's why some say, you know, look, Bruce. Good thing you shaved the hair off your head. You know, what with all that pissing on that damn electric fence you do here? You know what I mean? I don't know if he pisses on electric fence, but I like, I like saying, hey, Bruce, you know, sometimes, a lot of times you're a tard, and you like piss on that electric fence with them cheap curls here. So it's good yeah. thing you went ahead and shaved your head off, your know, hair off. Now, 
you're better off. You're better off, especially when you are that age. You know, I know. I mean, now me wearing the half beard here. Why, hey, you know, this is something that I, at least I think I can pull off here. You know, it it definitely uh, makes me look quite unusual here. So, you know, well, so, you know you're, I, you're, you're in a different I'm, situation. You're in a totally okay, it's my, it's, my, it's my situation. My yeah. situation is to freak out the judges and the lawyers and the pigs here tell them that, hey, you know, uh, you know, what you did to me and the family is not forgotten, given or forgotten here. And, it's you know, someday it's going to be your time to, you know, uh, you know, be on the wheel. But in any case, when you are, when you are that age, when you are that, you know, when you are that age here, you want to look... What passes is not real, not really normal because a lot of these people they got tattoos and earrings oh, and they no, look like freaks yeah. here. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to look, you want to look, you want to look like you have your head together. Yeah. And running around, running around, having crazy eyes like you know, crazy eyes like Bruce does, you know, and shaved head. You know, that does not look. <laughs> No, I no. don't want Ziggy you know I mean? Freak. Forget it. I'm, let's see. I'm sorry, right. Pastor. I'm, I'm laughing. I just scrolled through the uh, chat room. Yeah, it's well, true. I mean, he, I, he's I he's still a kid talk. yet. He's still very he much has, a kid yet. He you has, know. He has. He has. And he's spoiled. No. Uh, Bruce okay. is spoiled. His parents. You know. You know. When I he, he talks about my my uh, Jewish kids. Well, let me tell you about my Jewish kids. Both of my Jewish kids had to get jobs when they were young. They were taught. My daughter's first car, she went out with her father. They, you know, she had to learn about, and they bought a a classic, an old um, MG. And my daughter, the deal was, she had to help rebuild it with her dad. She rode rebuilt that car with her father. Are you there? Oh, you went off. And this went. Hmm. Battle axe movement. That's right. You got the little old lady battle axe here. <laughs> no, I, I guess we lost uh, Pastor, huh? What happened? Yeah, I think so. I will. I will. I'll try to. Well, as I was saying. Uh, they did. They bought a, a NG, um, and uh, my daughter helped rebuild it, and they painted it and every everything else. Then she had to get a job um, to pay for the insurance and fill it up with gas, and she worked at jobs all the way through high school, all the way through college. My son did the same thing. He had to get, get jobs. Um, so... They learned, they learned how to work 
in society and be responsible for the money that they earn and what they bought with it and the value of that. Bruce doesn't have that. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have that. Uh, so, and he's fairly old to be learning it. That's why he's not, he can't comprehend it. He, he doesn't know what it's like to have to purchase an airline ticket or to plan on moving somewhere. What, 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 what do you do if you move? What you need to do? You know, write a list. You got and how much is it going to cost you, and are you going to be able to afford it? <laughs> that sort of thing. So, uh, so I, I honestly felt like I would end up being trying to raise him. That's what I would be doing. Because their parents, I, I got him to do some other things. He's had other jobs, little jobs, and and he he gets um, gets. The person's name and say, I work here. I said, look, if you're going to put together a resume, you need to get letters of recommendation from everyone you work for uh, or with. I said, get it letterheaded, sign saying that you worked from this time, this date to this date, and what your duties were and were you responsible on time and would you recommend this person. And it amazes me. He has parents that are teachers, and they don't, they don't teach them anything. They haven't the slightest idea. Well, they, they have no survival well, skills. They teach. Well, they teach. Uh, his father is uh, uh, language. Uh, he has foreign languages, and he's supposedly yeah. taught math. You know, if he taught math, I, you know, uh, and his mother was an elementary teacher, you know, elementary school. Okay. So, so my kids, my daughter worked worked her way through college. Oh, go ahead, Mary. I, I got I got to take care of some. Okay. So my go daughter ahead. worked her way way through East Carolina. Her father helped her, uh, you know, paid paid most of her education, but she worked the whole time she was at school. My son did the same thing. Uh, my son became a pilot. He worked his way. He was working uh, uh, as a pilot or in training as a, you know, uh, what you call it? It's been a while. I'm trying to think. He went to school up in Michigan to become a pilot. And um, he worked along outside of that by when he was in school. And he was married and had, you know, a baby. And he was doing all this. I don't see Bruce uh, ever doing that. And he's supposed to be getting, um, finishing his uh, schooling for horticulture in October. And then he's going to start for for carpentry. And he probably will get a good job when he finishes those schools. But he has, you know, nobody's teaching him how to go out and get the job. And that's, that's the hard part. He's been out interviewing before. I evidently tried getting jobs and he went to three, 300 interviews never got hired. Well, part of it's probably because no one taught or showed him what what to put on a resume and how to interview and what you need when you go to look for a job. Um, yeah, I agree that um, 
it's very hard for a white man to get a job today, and that's a fact, especially when there's all these muds around. They, they, they get the job, and, and since Bruce is coming from a fairly well-to-do neighborhood where they have money, he, he probably radiates, you know, the little rich boy image, you know, rich kid image. And many of my friends that were rich were like that. They couldn't, they seemed to never learn the hardcore rules of life. But you have to work for a living. You have to go out and if you want something, you're going to have to get, make, get a job to buy it. It's not going to be given to you by your parents your whole life, you know? So that's it. Nah, she's not a real Jew. My daughter, my daughter kicked out the old part. This is really interesting, Pastor. Uh, she lived with a man that was 14 years older than her, and he'd been married twice. And he has two daughters, a daughter from each. And guess where he's from? He's from Missouri, right around St. Louis. And uh, his parents own a big cattle farm, so he wasn't. He didn't have, he, he's an inventor. He has an inventor, but he doesn't make a lot of money with that, but he will inherit a lot of money when his parents pass away. So she got rid of him. She says, well, this, this, this is not going any further, you know. <laughs> you see, because I was always against her being married, uh, living with this guy. I said things to her like, Deborah. What's it like living, uh, sleeping with somebody else's husband? <laughs> yeah, I said things like, "Oh, if don't, don't you know you're sleeping with somebody else's husband?" She did not like that. So that's what whores do, you know. You get a divorce and. Uh, live with somebody and somebody's been married before that's adultery you're you're living you're, and you're being a whore you know so what it is anyway i'm glad that she uh ended that because she totally seems different totally calmer totally different and she was high strung when she was with that guy you know Another thing, see, now Bruce has a half-brother that's, um, he's, he's like in his 40s. He's a, a corporate attorney in uh, Australia, and he's married to an Asian woman. So Bruce won't have anything to do with his brother. But then he brags about him being a corporate lawyer, you know, but he don't, doesn't want to have anything to do with him. But I'm not supposed to have, I'm supposed to cut off and not see my family at all because they're Jews, but it's okay for him just to be with just white people. Well, you know, who makes that call, white people? The other thing is not be with Jews. Here in the East Coast, all up and down the East Coast, you know when you go to get a job, about 90% of the time you're going to be working with Jews. Yeah. Especially in the field I was in. So... And now I'm going to go to court, and guess what? The court's full of Jews. 
<laughs> you know, I, I was going to say when I went in for them interviewing me for the last couple of days, I said, I thought, why don't I just say I'm an evil Nazi racist white woman? Maybe that would get me off the joke. <laughs> Are you there? Did you hear yeah, that? I'm here. I just, did, I just came, I just came back in. Did you hear what I said? You hear what I said? Some of what, I said, I, some of what I was out now. No, I, I was going to say that when I went up to, uh, they kept asking me questions. I was going to say, well, tell me about yourself, and I was going to say, I'm an evil Nazi racist white woman. <laughs> oh, is that what you should say? I don't know. I'm going to. Uh, no, I, but, I, yeah, jury, I I just simply told the truth. I mean, I'm, I'm not in danger. I told them. They just asked you a question. Tell me a little bit about yourself. They'll ask you that. This is what they asked me. Tell me a little bit about yourself. And then they say so you felt out a sheet. Of, they ask you a number of questions. And then a cover sheet. And, you know, with your name and... Uh, uh, they want to know if you have children, your spouse, and they want to know want to know what your um, children, where they live, and what they do. They want to know what your spouse does, where they work, or your ex-spouse. So I had to tell them that. And uh, they want to know what you read, as far as newspapers and magazines. Are you involved in politics? What website? Do you visit what how do you acquire your news? You know, is it on the internet? Do you watch TV and what TV programs do you watch? Those are the direct questions. And they want you to tell about yourself about where your education is, how many jobs you've had, what kind of career you have, where you've lived, what you work and what whatnot. So <clears throat> that was basically the interview. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and, um, you know, my ex-husband was very successful. He was uh, in the computer business right from the very start, right from, the, uh, you know, he graduated Purdue in 1964 on the dean's list with engineering and <clears throat> Cobalt and Fortran. There was only two, four computers in the United States at that time. And it was at MIT, Purdue, Harvard, and Southern California had the big clunker computers, and they taught Cobalt and Fortran. He graduated Purdue with Cobalt and Fortran. <clears throat> so he never worked as an engineer all the years. He was always in computers. So, um, so I guess you'd say he was, he was in the uh, infancy. Inf- stage of the computer industry in right from the start. <clears throat> so, yeah, he did. He was in Hong Kong. The reason my son has a Chinese Y is because my ex was sent over there by Digital Equipment Corporation to be the CEO for the whole Far East for the company. So my son went to live with him in Hong Kong, and he was there nine years. My son met his wife. He was modeling and had jobs. He taught her English in an English class. And uh, so that's how they met. 
So your your son, your my son's forty. Uh, my son is like three. Well, he's almost three. He's uh, forty-eight now, I think. Forty-eight or forty-nine. <laughs> he's, you know, he could be. He married, a, and he married. He married a goop then, huh? Yeah. Well, you see, right. this is how it happened. My, I was saying, my ex-husband. He was in the many computer business, Digital Equipment Corporation. Back in the seventies, was the first mini computer business period out of Hartford, Connecticut. And uh, Ken Olson, who founded it, was similar to the I- IBM, not IBM, but um, Apple that was founded years later. Um, so he sold all the long, uh, the first long distance, long lines, digital long lines was sold by my ex-husband for digital back in the late uh, 70s. He got all the con. He negotiated for three years against IBM to get the contract for all the long lines in the United States, all the long line telephone lines. He got uh, at that time. <coughs> I forgot what was the big. I can't remember now. It's been so long. Uh, oh, it's not important. It's way overgone because the company's gone, sold out. They were they were supposed to have merged with uh, Apple, but they didn't. They got bought out by Hewitt Packard. <coughs> no, my well, basically, my ex-husband and I were kids when we got married, and he didn't come from money. I mean, not all Jews are wealthy. He came from the uh, working. His his father was just a merchant. <coughs> you know, he worked. Uh, he didn't, they didn't have money. They lived in a, you know, mediocre neighborhood. And um, so he worked his way. He was working from the time he was a teenager. He worked his way all the way through Purdue, all the way. You know, and I married him when I was 17. <laughs> he was in his junior year at Purdue. He had like a year and a half to go. <clears throat> so he worked, he worked, you know, while he was in school, he was working at the library, and you know, he was always working. I never knew when he wasn't. So he worked hard to get where he was, and he's very smart. He has a high IQ. That's true. That's not too smart because he lost me, but you know, he was smart. Okay. We used to entertain. We well, used to have large parties. I had a 3,500-foot custom-built home in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, with seven decks off of it. And we used to entertain lavishly and uh, had big parties, and people came from the corporate world to Chapel Hill and Durham to, you know, for business, and they would always come to our home. And I had to entertain. I was the perfect corporate executive housewife for my ex-husband. He had it made. <laughs> you understand? He had it made. <laughs> so, and so, you know, he's like all the rest of them. They were all diddling around with the sales reps or the secretaries, you know, or out on their little sales trip getting drunk on, you know, paid whatever uh, by the company and, you know, fooling around. So, one I real reason why I was trying to communicate with Bruce is because I could see him turning into a pervert. With <laughs> really? <coughs> yeah. 
really, because he's a young guy, and you know, I thought, don't become, you know, I didn't want to see him become a pervert. Why would he I mean, become a pervert? I mean, well, he was, he's he, already, you know, his, already, now listen, he already is. Uh, now, his his little um, first girlfriend was Sarah, and, you know, you remember he was telling you about Sarah, and he goes, oh, she, she had, you know, that, and he bragged about having a sexual affair with her. Oh, he gave up his virginity with her, he said. Okay. So <laughs> I remember that in the chat room. I remember it very well. I remember talking about it about what, two years ago or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember he song that was he his went first to school, boyfriend. he went to college, he got him some pussy. And mm-hmm. he was so so proud of that. And I said, and Okay. Get, get, get All right. <laughs> he, had, he didn't. He told uh-huh. me what he did. He wanted to, you know, I mean, he, he see, he doesn't have a, you don't need a woman and ask them, do you do 60, 60, uh, do you like oral sex? I don't know. I do not know what the younger generation does. Guess what he was I'm like. Well, I'm it, start, when, when I, I started mean, talking to him, he is, he, he, <laughs> it was, oh, I, you know, and we'd be talking along, we'd know, share some stuff I mean, and information and. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, until until I took up with Roxy here, I didn't know there were so many slutty women in Granby until I took up with Roxy. And generally, generally, it's you know, I, it, it, it it's sort of this seems seems sort of unfair to me, but it's really women who detect sluts a lot faster than men will ever do. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I mean, of course, <laughs> that's true. But, but like, I think, unfortunately. There was this dear fifteen year old there was this fifteen year old girl and essentially you know, her daddy her daddy was her daddy was burning her with cigarettes and humping her here. It was one of the uh hot doors here. In any case. Oh heck, oh you're the hell right. I bet you know, oh you have a good sex all the time. And it got to where I didn't even dare, you know, go anywhere with her alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you, you know, she might, yeah, she might, uh, oh, yeah, oh, heck, oh, heck, she was coming, you know, she was annoying Roxy by coming on to me here, you know, even in front of Roxy, and now I would pretend I didn't know what the hell she's talking about. But you don't, you don't really find out, you don't really find out, oh, God, it's all, you don't really find out who the sluts are until you find you a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Them, them, uh, them women, well, maybe for men. Them women can detect the slut faster. Oh yeah, I mean this little girl that he, that he told me this girl that you see, he, he said he met. He told me about this Alice, but he 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 had no intentions of calling her. Let me tell you the story. It's hysterical. Why? <laughs> Why? What's wrong, with Alice? Alice looks. You know how cool. Bruce is always trying to. You know I. And I kept, see, all during our conversation, I'm really staying focused on him, getting through his, seeing his therapist every week. I said, and I say, stay focused, stay in, you know, keep keep the school going good. Don't get involved with the nationalist movement. Don't, you know, because he worked at the garden center with one of these freaks we called Ferguson. You saw the video he had on Ferguson. He had 20 tons you know, tattoos from head to toe <coughs> and rings in his nose and rings in his ears and, you know, uh, uh, some kind of a rock star and a dope addict and he eats bugs. You know, I said, I don't you know say, what? I don't say, I, 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 was, I was at the Home Depot 
no, I was at Lowe's picking up my bricks I bought, and I didn't see any. I didn't see quote freaks there at Home Depot. They all just look like uh, ordinary people. You know what I mean? Well, this is what I mean. This is where I would be moving into, and this is supposedly in the garden center where he works. Okay. You know, like one or two days a week. And he's and all of these people are supposed to. He's supposed to be a white nationalist. He's this this freak. And he tried to get him to go to a uh, rally. And I said, Bruce, don't go to any rallies right now. Go to nothing involved with the white nationalist movement. I said, it'll be a setup because if anything happens there, you will get if you get arrested or of any sort, you'll be slammed back into the nut house and it'll be for good. You know. <clears throat> so I mean I was I've been very good for him, let's put it that way. I got him to take his his uh dad's name off of that you know, the, the Google Oh, well, that was good. That was good. You and I, I mean, got him to get and I listen, let me finish. I got him to get um he had uh the garden center where he's worked, he's been there now for a good year, a little over a year, and that's good for him. You know, he was a, and the manager there told him that she would give him a good recommendation. Well, this is what I said, Bruce, I know you don't know this. You need to get a, ask her to give you a letter of recommendation with a letterhead dated, time you worked there, and how long you've worked there, and your reliability, and a, you know, a letter of recommendation. Is he, and is he still working dated. there, or what? Oh, yeah, he's been there. And he, you know what? He went and got it right away. He got, and it was a good thing I did tell him to do that because he told me immediately that, well, you know, I did get the letter of recommendation, like you said. He says, it's a good thing because the government, listen, and Australia is totally communist. So <clears throat> uh, the government was sending in a government official. This is really strange to manage the garden center where he works. And the manager that she, that he was working on is a female. She's been there for five years. The one he did get the recommendation for, but she's being demoted, you see, by this government move. So, I, I you know, I, I, I let's put it this way: I'm very good for him because I can help him um, work through some of this stuff. He ha, he has no idea what to do, and I I did convince him not to go to the rally. And he didn't go to that rally. And I said, it was good because if you need, I said, between now and the end of May, you don't need to be involved with anything with like nationalism or with uh, any rallies, period. So a couple days ago, last week, he, this is what all this started happening. Because, see, I would call him on Thursday here, it would be Friday there. I call him on Thursday and on Saturday. Now, Thursday then on, yeah, uh, be Saturday. And we would talk for, you know, early. In the, and I would ask him about what, what his work is and what's going on and how is he doing with, the, uh, with his, you know, therapist and it's going. And so then he says, well, I went to, I got in this forum, a VNN forum, and um I went to meet this uh, girl in the, and her. She thought it was her boyfriend in a white nationalist movement. Okay, <laughs> so he went in to the meet her, 
but the guy never showed up. This girl is Alice, the one that, you know, he's with right now. And now he tells me, well, I met her, and, and he describes her, well, she's really a whore, and I don't think she's white. She's a mongrel or whatever. And he's telling me this. And I says, well, and I found out she's single. And he says, yeah, I told her that I have you, you know. And <laughs> yes, he told her about me. And she thought, for, and then she got, he told me she got drunk and she was really dressed in, you know, tight clothes and da da da, but running off. She and looks so like it, she's blonde. She looks like she's blonde. She looks like she's white. She looks like she's dressed. Okay, now listen, let, let me say what he's telling. You know, he's, he's stalking her, okay? He, because he, she really was setting him up. That's what it was. She just she set him up to think that he was going to be meeting with her and this guy, another guy from the white nationalist movement. Okay, and the guy didn't come. She really wanted to meet Bruce. All right, that's okay. But Bruce went to this thinking that was that he was meeting, you know, her, this girl, and this. And but he's telling me that he was being so faithful to me. And that she was really a slutty whore and that she was, uh, you know, drunk. Talked about how she staggered uh, leaving the restaurant, blah, blah, blah. He had no intentions of calling her back. She screamed at him and said, why don't you get get with somebody more your your age? (laughs) He's telling me this. Then he tells me that I should listen to... Romper Stomper, the movie that from Australian, you know, where the skin is, that she was like the girl, the blonde girl in Romper Stomper. And I said, now, Bruce, if I were married to you, that would really upset me that you'd be out, <laughs> you'd be out having lunch with this young girl, you know. That would upset me. He said, oh, that, that will never happen if I married you. That will never happen. You know, I'll be, you know, I'll come home. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, yeah, it was. Robert Stopper was hot. That little young, you know, little blonde girl, I guess he, he kind of, you know, um, liked her. Well, she was real thin, really pretty little blonde girl. And um, <laughs> it's funny. But it's cute. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get him to think about a relationship. I said, well, if I'm living with you, can't. What what would it be like, you know? What would what would I be doing all day when you're at school, you know? Oh, he says, well, there's lots to do. You can you can work in the garden, you can do this and do that, you know. And I'm thinking, hmm, okay. <laughs> so um, it's not is he doesn't think things through. He can't he can't he can't see outside of that the realm that he's living in right now. You know, people well, like I, I I agree with that here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of no. Logan? Have you heard from Logan Hunter? No. Uh, no. Yeah. No. And you know, uh, Bruce said that he thinks Logan is in uh, the Nut House. And I must say this: I do know Logan told me this himself. Um, his father warned him that if he got in trouble again, that he would have to put him in the Nut House and most likely write him off the will his will. Um, so, you know, Logan got arrested a few times for um, being overzealous by going to people's home and 
preaching CI to them. And one of his buddies, I guess from school or whatever, so his wife called the his wife called the police and had him come and picked him up for uh, trespassing property <laughs> because he, you know. Logan had was the way he's so zealot. He, you know, he doesn't know when to quit. You know, um, so she had him arrested, and uh, so he was to go to court, but they never showed up in court. But see, his parents get him off. His parents, because he's got his brother's an attorney, and sister-in-law's attorney, and his parents cover him. See, these, these Logan and Bruce are very much like they're they're spoiled rich kids. They have, you know, they don't, they they just don't have the skills yet, the maturity or whatever it is, to function. I talked I talk to Dewey Tucker, uh-huh. and this woman who came by, supposedly she was 48, she looked at least to me to be, what, 60-some, and Washington, uh-huh. she was more like 68 here. Yeah. And well, I thought, Dewey, Tuck, yeah. Dewey, Tucker, Dewey Tucker told me is that, hey, he came over. He came over. I mean, essentially, she paid. She was paying for the trip. She was paying for the trip, and they did get. You know, they did go to. They did go to brass after they had that big fight. They had that big well, fight Friday. Yeah. You know, they had that big fight Friday night here, and then he invited. He invited first time I ever heard of Dewey Tucker. He invited Dewey Tucker, and he made the freaking call from the SUV at the Neil Show Inn. And I'll say, what the hell, what the hell do you mean to come 400 miles, 400, we were, you know, you're supposed to spend the night in this house I just bought, you know, that yeah. I bought well, uh, a couple, months, say, you know, couple mm-hmm. months earlier, and then here's this woman, and she needs electricity because she's running an oxygen machine. You were supposed to bring any, you were supposed to bring any girlfriend there, but you bought one here, and it was like, you know, here he is. He has his he has his little smartphone. Oh, there's a 26 year old Mexican. There's a 26 year old Mexican chili pepper. <laughs> you know, and he talks about it. And I'm looking, Bruce. You know, don't. I mean, He's not gonna... Bruce, but uh, Logan. Uh, it ain't smart. I mean, you know, I I I really, you know, pretty well my you know behavior with. You know, with other women have been pretty well to where, you know, you don't, you know, I mean, usually, you know, if I want something from my, I paid for it. I used, you know, when I was in the army, I paid for it. But, uh, you know, pretty well, it's not like you're going to, you know, bring them home to, you know, this, this is not, this you're is not. You're not bringing them home to mama. <laughs> not bringing them home to mama. Nothing here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, especially, you know, you keep, you keep, you keep your you keep your poke, poke you know pokey poke activities you know you know separate from your family. That's but right. In any case, uh, <laughs> here, you know, I mean, here he is. Here he is. You know, there's a 26 year old chili pepper from Match.com, and <laughs> especially he goes, hey, he's stupid enough to mention it. You know, I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't give a shit. But I think it's sort of strange. He's, he's flirting with. We went to the we went to McDonald's. Well, well Rocky, oh, you, you want to go ahead and get pizza? No, I don't want to get pizza. Go go to Subway here or something like that. Rocky stayed home. You know, yeah. puppy dog stayed home. I um, mean, essentially, I'm I'm in there with 
is cool date here. Looks like she's 68 years old here. He needs a well, person. Well, she was. I think so, yeah. So anyway, yeah. We, we, we go there, and he's, he's flirting with the he's flirting with the, the young heifers and the McDonald's, and he's flirting with them over at the subway, and she's doing a slow burn. And then, okay, where, where should I go ahead and rent the room here because you need an oxygen machine. You can't. He was supposed to just take a sleeping bag. He was supposed to. Well, you know, you, you know that his plans. Well, yeah. that's what Dewey Tucker told me. He says, hey, all along, she was paying for the trip. She yeah, was paying that's for right. Trip to go to Branson. She was paying for a trip. I said, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I, 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 you know, She's right. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, you know, after well, she, she goes there, she goes there. It's around 1, you know, 1 p.m. And, you know, here, here she is. Here's a, here's a Mexican chili pepper. And uh-huh. essentially, you know, then he does, you know, a stupid thing. He leaves his freaking. He leaves his freaking, you know, smartphone in the car while he goes in to, you know, pay fifty dollars <laughs> for the room. And I'm like, Bruce, you idiot! Don't, you know, don't mention the damn chili pepper. And sure as hell, do not leave your damn cell phone. You know, to be looked at the old girlfriend who's older enough to be your mother here. Don't do that stupid shit. I mean, yeah, you know, well, you know, I do, I, do, I, you know, I don't bear to do that shit. But he does. Well, yeah. get freaking caught. So she's looking through the damn phone, and I'm in the back. She's in the front seat, and I'm in the back, and I'm looking. Oh, shit. Hey, you know oh, what? Maybe. Yeah. maybe oh, you know, shit. So Bruce when he gets up, I pay, I pay 50 bucks. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, well, that, you know, okay, 50 bucks for the room, fine. I'm sure it has electricity so that she can plug in her oxygen machine. That's what she needs. <laughs> you know, but... I mean, immediately, she goes ahead and tells me, she's told me that, you know, she's half Cherokee. You know, her mom was uh, half Cherokee. And that she is, you know, that she's, you know, she's frying him up. She's frying up ham and bacon here, and he's just loving the hell out of it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah you see, he just he says mean, one thing that's something else, right? Why the hell, why the hell have you told me? that your mom is half Cherokee. I mean, do I really need to know this shit? You know what I mean? You know, uh, but they, he immediately gets in there, and they immediately start screaming at each other. Start screaming. You, you, know, you know, Pastor, that that was my, that was my um, he planned on taking me to your house. Oh, okay. You, you knew that they he go, wanted they me go, to. No, you, I didn't know you, that here. No, you, there's a lot you don't know. I'm going to tell you when you finish. Go okay. on. Okay, but anyway, if you, know, you want, to, if you want to hear, she's screaming, she's screaming, she's screaming at him about her mother being Cherokee and her, uh, her, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and her cooking up him ham and bacon and scrambled eggs and him liking it here and. You know, Logan's more Logan's more embarrassed about you know the you know the the bacon the ham than he is about the Cherokee, you know the Cherokee relationship. And she said, "I want to go to Nashville. Can you get from Nashville from Johnson Way? Yeah, but yeah. and essentially she actually you know, stop the car, stop the car. And I said, well, "Let's not let's not do that." And essentially he you know he can't get me back home. I go ahead and I take out the subway and the. Uh, I bought two sandwiches, $5 foot logs for Roxy and me. And, uh, yeah. uh-huh. you know, I bought me a bag of cheeseburgers, which is what I do when I go to McDonald's here. I buy the bag, you know, cheap dollar cheeseburgers. 
And, oh, hell, he just, you know, it was snowing that day. He just headed off out here. And that night, he invited Dewey Tucker. And, uh, you know, he was calling in from the Ramada Inn of the SUV. And I'm saying, where the hell? He's got the off that way. And he's calling in from the damn, he's calling in from the SUV at the Yoshi I mean, he could have stayed at home in Nashville. You know, that's yeah, what he used to yeah, do. Yeah, I know. He didn't, he didn't want to talk. I mean, it was, stupid. To... it was stupid. But what what he... happens is that Dewey Tucker yeah. explained to me is that this woman had paid, I forget her name, she paid, she paid to be taken on a trip. And essentially, that's what he did. He took her to, he took her to Branson the next day, and they went to Branson. And he would oh. not answer the freaking phone. He would not answer the freaking phone until they were 40 miles out of Branson on Sunday night. You know what I mean? Huh. Oh, really? He, he was afraid exactly, to. <laughs> I, don't what the, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. <laughs> I said, Logan, let's let's not talk about this because them damn Nimbus retards are just curious as well, shit. Well, yeah, the Nimbus retards. It's not going to sound good, so let's not talk about it. And essentially, he uh, he didn't talk about it till he until June of 2013, and they had to talk about it. So I thought we were going to talk about this. Well, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. So we talked about it, and then he had a big fight with me early August 2013 because I said that this guy named Rocky Newell, who wanted to kill these these ass clowns who stole in his house under color of zoning law. Yeah, I remember that. We had, remember. we had a big old we had a big old fight about that. Not about his. Not about his crazy relationship. Either yeah. you or this other woman. So yeah. well, anyway, well, you know, he, he he would send me that. He was building him a he was building him a barn. He lives across, I think, from his mother. Uh, he no, gets, he, yeah. oh, Logan has a house. I saw the. I he showed me pictures of it. They got a nice yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, you know, he lives right across but from he, his mother. I gather. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. And well, his dad is a surgeon. He has sixty-five acres and, of, and he has five acres. Yeah, and, and his mother what, is married to a Jew. <laughs> oh, is he? Is she? Why did he hear that? <laughs> well, I'm telling you now. His last name is S P U L D A, Bulda. Oh. And it's and this and and she is um, she is his fourth. White. Oh well. But so, anyway, what was he, what was amusing? What was amusing is that Russ, you know, Russ Walker decided to go to Nashville here and visit his lesbian daughter, and okay. so he he decides to invite himself because uh, Logan will have dinner in average once a week here with his you know with his doctor daddy here, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Russ invited himself, and then Russ. Russ was yapping about screaming about yep, yep, screaming yep, about Jews yep, yep. here. Why don't you do something about it? And his daddy, his daddy doesn't want to do it. You know, his daddy doesn't want to fight with the Jews. He's retired. Why is he fighting with the Jews here? He knows about Jews. Why is he fight with them here? I mean, he knows the Jews can turn sort well, of meat. he doesn't. So, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to fuck with it here. And then yeah, oh, he, he doesn't oh, want to. I don't well, Russ makes an ass clown of himself, which did not surprise me. And Logan says, oh, I should have beat the shit out of that dumbass Russ. I said, yeah, why didn't you? You know what I mean? Well, listen, but, listen I want to share something with you that Russ did similar. He was trying to do the same thing with Bruce. What's that? that well, uh, you know, the last 
the program that he did in April when before he went to um, uh, on his uh, Bruce Howard his his um, Christian identity radio show and you were on it and so was uh, Russ remember <coughs> you remember it this, that was in was April a couple years ago this a couple years no 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 this year it's we, he did it before he went to Tasmania on it uh, right before Easter. Oh, Bruce said, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is what I'm referring to, Bruce. Bruce was on the show, and so was Russ, and so was Pastor Visser, right? And he had me come in at the end. And, you know, Russ was being a tar, and he kept bringing up, you know, oh, I, I'm the so-and-so that was married to a Jew with a so-and-so name and blah, blah, blah with the so-and-so kids, you know, <laughs> And and then Bruce took up for me, and uh, he kept saying that, well, anyway, after that show, um, I was going to bed after the show, you know, getting ready for bed, and all of a sudden I get a call, and Bruce says, leaves a message on my cell, and he says, uh, oh, he, let, he actually text matched me and said that, hey, I could uh, call that we could get on Skype. <clears throat> we could get on Skype and I could sign up Skype and we could have a three-way with Russ and him. And Russ had been talking to him on Skype for a solid hour before he called me, okay? When was this? In April, before he went, to, oh, okay. uh, right before Easter. You were on the show. You were. You remember it? Okay. Yeah, you were. Well, I he had, he well, posted it to YouTube and he posted it on, on Google Plus. Okay. So uh, so Russ uh, wanted me to go get on Skype, but I don't have Skype, and I was really quite upset. I said I don't, you know, um, didn't want to do that, and at that time Bruce thought I wasn't going to call him back because I cause see he was trying to force me to get on Skype so they could see what I look like, you know, so he, they can, he can say, see that old ugly old woman? Why do you want to go with an ugly old woman who's married to a Jew? See, you understand that's what was going to be happening. Well, Russ was trying, Russ, Russ was, uh, <laughs> Let me, trying and then, me, was trying to get me on video Skype here. That's what I'm they were thinking, trying to do. I'm, think, I'm thinking, Russ, look, I... Russ, you're a tard. I mean... That's, that's what he wants. Yeah, I mean, Russ, you're a tard. I mean, this is probably not a good idea. You know what I mean? No, it but, isn't. You know, yeah, he, that's he, uh, he was, uh, he was on Skype here, and which is fine by me, but, you know, I mean, look, Russ, I mean, you're a tard is your problem. I mean, Russ is... Russ is about the silliest, one of the silliest critters. You know, I don't know if you noticed this, but I call... You know, I call... Sometimes I call Bruce Bruce Bruceford. I call Russ Russford. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well, they're kind of similar. Well, anyway, I convinced him. You know, at that time, he thought I wouldn't call him back because I was really angry. I said, you mean you've been on this phone for a solid hour, you know, Skype, talking to to, uh, Russ? I said, I'm sure it was. You know, he was talking against me. I do know that. Yeah. Yeah. He was telling me that. Russ said well, he was talking. Uh, he was talking against you way back, yeah, in early 2012, when you and <clears throat> you and Logan used to do a show together, and 
I mean, I was a little bit more kicked back because, look, Russ, I mean, that's what gets me here. Somebody's bitching about Johnny Tonto, me being me to Johnny Tonto. Well, hey, I got, you know, Johnny Tonto blames me for Brian Real. Brian Real cost me $100,000. $100, no, he didn't. You know, shit, you know, old Eddie, you know, old sweaty Eddie Lodge. I know Brian Rio got involved in your case because, you know, he wanted your man pussy. But, no, I mean, uh, essentially, Judge Edward N. Lodge, sweaty Eddie, says the case would be tried on the merits. And essentially, John Britton wanted to sell for, what, $50,000. He got 110 but uh, Cousin Ray, the lawyer, was dictating the settlement. Yeah, and Brian Real was impersonating John Britton, so they were scared he was going to get to three hundred thirty thousand. He was going to have to pay it back. So I, you know, I mean, because John Britton pussied out, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you know, I mean, you know, he had to worry. So I had to go ahead and write. You know, I had to go ahead and for the next nine months, mm-hmm. you know, and I begged him. I said, you know, John. You say you want this damn thing to go to trial for the last nine years. Let the son of a bitch go to trial. Let's right. just bring you know, just bring the son of a bitch to trial and even if you lose, then hey, you'll get to still shit all over Rolls Royce. You know what I mean? Yeah. And huh. no, he, he, he couldn't or wouldn't, you know, do it here. And that's you know, that's his problem here. And what 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 I figured out is that he's been lying to me the entire time. His father isn't John, you know, isn't James Britton. It's Rufus Britton because, hey, I listened to, uh, oh, about two weeks ago, Wick the Dick and the Pisser Possum. He said, well, I went to Rufus Britton and his son John. So guess what? You know, John Britton has been lying to me. He's been giving me false pictures of himself. He's been lying to me. Uh and that's what I explained to Dewey Tucker. Dewey Tucker says, "Hey, I, you know, I had to remove, I had to remove, you know, Newman Britton from my news organization because he was shacked up with a woman with a squaw named Sally from Arkansas." And I says, "Well, chances are, chances are the Britons are Indians themselves here. You know what I mean? It's not be Sally and be Stewart. I mean, you know, look." I mean, John. Usually, Britton, that's what happens, isn't it? When they John, marry, yeah, when you marry John, you know, yeah, they meet a family member or somebody else within the. No, no. I mean, they're they're you know, John Britton's grandfather was a Pentecostal preacher, uh-huh. you know, a fairly successful one as far as that from Northeast Oklahoma. Well, shoot, it, you know, Northeast Oklahoma, you know, uh, Ottawa County, you know, where you have Miami. You know, I mean. You'll have some Miamis, which were from Shawnees. I mean, Miami is is from uh, one of the tribe of the Shawnees from Ohio, and the one who mainly runs most of the casinos is uh, the Eastern Shawnee tribe. Uh, oh, really? I, I, was, I went to Crowder College. And I was taught by uh, – she's now the chief. She's now the chief of the Eastern Shawnees. Her name is Glennon Wallace here. You know what I mean? She was cute when she was young here, but she was quite the women's yeah. liver. She was, oh, she was a notorious women's liver here. 
You know, right. now she's not, you know, but now she's the chair, she's a you know, chairwoman mm-hmm. for the chief, head chief of the Eastern Shawnee. And they're huh. the ones that run, you know, run the casinos, casinos in, uh, you know, in Seneca, you know, and huh. in Miami. Miami is actually, Miami was in southern, southern Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miami Beach, whatever, and they think it's Florida Indians. No, it was Shawnee Indians. But you also have the Wyandots, and they were, you know, they were what some sort of, uh, you know, they were aligned with the Cherokees and shit like that here. But well, they say have, the Cherokees had the and, and Especially that's where John Britton's family comes from. It comes from Northeast Oklahoma. And hell, one time he he was going to. You know, he's he's buying all these damn machine tools. He, you know, he he was worried. Oh, I can't. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm You know, my French Canadian wife here. She was into machinists here. I'm gonna figure out a way to make 50 caliber, you know, rifle barrels from uh, the you know from drilling the axles of these of these uh, you know cars here. And he bought a whole bunch of machine tools. And hell, he he bought them. You know, he bought them up around what uh, in eastern Oklahoma, around what Bokembo or whatever Tahlequah or something like that. And I said, "Why don't you come see me?" No, nah, no, no. I I just can't. I I just got to get them back here. Well, he got them back and he put them out in his driveway here. I mean, hell, he could have seen me. He could have seen me several times. He he had no intention yeah. of doing that. No, because, and I read, I read. I read when you know, you know, from 1998 when Newman Britton was designated, uh, you know, Butler's first successor. I read, you know, the part to where hey, that's where he came from. You know, another shit about him being descended from King Saul and Saul oh, or right. Jonathan or all the you know, or you know about his ancestor raping Charlemagne's sister and giving birth to, <laughs> you know, to Rowan. Well, oh. All those other happy horses, you used to tell me. You know what I mean? We're the Earls of Richmond. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh-huh. I said, well, my Gary, the Linsteads and the Savensons, Samuelsons, and the uh, Schmitz, they were all peasants. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are all yeah, peasants. Yeah, my Aunt, uh, aunt Leslie was married to a Schmitz. You're a what? My Aunt Leslie, my mother's sister, older sister. He was, uh, his name was, uh, we called him Uncle Smitty. His name was Smitty. Smith. But we oh, called okay. him Uncle Smitty. And he's the one that called me Pinky when I was little. Because every time, because I'm so, uh, with my red hair, my fair skin, I mean, I just, I turn red if you just pinch me or touch me. I'll get, you know. Oh, pink. yeah, I've seen pictures of you uh, looking red hair. Yeah. In so, case, all these characters, all these characters, they come in. And they just can't be who they are. Uh-huh. They can't show their face. They've got to. They've got to pretend to be something that they're not. And, yeah. and you know, why? Yeah. Why bother? Why? Yeah. Why dick with it? You know that Bruce's father looks very Jewish. I've never seen Bruce's father. I didn't know he was. Well, he, he's old. got a he's got a video up on his channel, 
and it's called uh, Remember Me, and he has a video of his childhood that pictures of him with his dad when he's maybe like 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, you know, your father looks Jewish. (laughs) shit. No. You know, the thing is, you know, it's like this is how I see it. You're going to say, I have to cut off and disown my uh, my uh, children, which I basically have anyway through my whole married life. I mean, you know, I mean, divorced life. I've been totally separated from them, you know, not lived with them at all, you know. So I'm not lived in the same town, you know. Here, here I'm talking and listening to these two guys. They've never been out away from their family. They've always lived in the same town their whole life. They don't even know what it's like to be alone. Tell me that. But yet they can stay, and it's okay, though, for Rutherford to have his, you know, pretend to, to not me, but he has a daughter that's a lesbian and a, and a uh, brother that's a uh, fag. Now, you know, how is that going to help the white race, being a lesbian and a fag? You're supposed well, to disown well, them, Russ, too. Russ, Russ is stupid shit. What Russ, what Russ used to do, he used to talk the same stupid shit, but nowadays... He'll, he'll call you a heretic or a blasphemer if you don't believe his stupid shit, which is contrary to the Bible. Totally contrary to the Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it may say a hundred times that, you know, the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem, Judah, mm-hmm. and he he will claim, you know, he will claim that it was in Bethlehem, Zebulon, which essentially didn't, you know, didn't exist. It was a Canaanite town. It meant house of bread. Bethlehem meant house of bread, which meant it was was in the Jezreel Valley, which is one of the fertile, you know, well, valleys. Yeah. You know, and, and and here he is, here he is. You know, I mean, it doesn't exist. Didn't exist during the time of Christ. But he'll yap about how Mary didn't go ninety three miles on a donkey. Well, you goofy bastard. I mean, if she's well, a quote, two Bethlehem, she's a quote, well, if she's a quote Virgin Mary, then hey, you know, I mean, you know, as due for and you know that Virgin Mary, didn't necessarily yeah. mean she was a virgin. That meant, that meant something else. She was uh, pure, no, just, and also some, she didn't eat meat. That was some stupid shit. That was some stupid shit. You know, everything uh, that's in that scripture, everything's been uh, you know done over and rewritten by the. So that we don't know the truth, so you can't really, you know. So there's like there's like double everything in the in the scriptures if you read it. You realize that there, you know. So that what there's two Bethlehems, and of course you got. So we know he was born in one of the Bethlehems. We don't know which one, really. We really don't. So that's oh, what he's thinking. He, he was born. He was born in Bethlehem, Judah. That's what the Bible says. Yeah, but he's he but he's got he's got scripture that says otherwise. There is he don't have any scripture. He just keeps yeah he just keeps on yapping the same old retarded shit. Well, see that's kind of like what a Jew does, you know. They that's what that's what he's very Jewish. I don't like Russ. I don't like Russ Russ as a Jew. But he acts like one retard. No, he acts like you know. I don't know. Well, usually Jews are supposed to be sneaky here. You know, they're not supposed to be retarded. You know, Russ is retarded. You know what I mean? Jesus is supposed to be sneaky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let me tell you about what... Think is sneaky. 
Uh, Eli James was sneaky. Even Swordman's were very sneaky. But Russ, he's just fucking retarded. Yeah. Well, anyway, poor Bruce. He kind of, he knew that that was kind of wrong. But he they he gave me his dad uh, dad's name before Skype so I could do it. You know. Uh, but I refused to because I was angry because I knew that 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 whole show was. He, uh, Russ was attacking me, and everybody was like attacking me. You know, oh, you're this and you're that. You know, you know, you're you're you were married to. You know, I was married to a Jew back in 1962 and divorced in 1982, and I have not seen the man in since 1982 in divorce court. How's that? Okay. Is he still alive? Is, is, you know, is yeah, he is. You, he's on Google. He's a, he's on his yacht down in. Guess where he lives? He's got a yacht down in Melbourne, Florida. Oh, Florida. <laughs> he's in Melbourne, Florida. No, and I and listen, I'm not talking to Bruce because I really love Bruce. I want to help. I would like to have been, uh, you know, his help him out, but I can't. You know, it's not going to work. Not not going to work. Obviously, so. Um, But I, I'm just pointing I'm gonna, these things out. Gonna, you I'm see, when, when people claim that, you know, white, you don't thought with whites or niggers, well, I don't socialize with any of these niggers in this building. <laughs> I'm totally separate. I, I'm, I'm alone. I look at, I look at, I look at the retards <laughs> on the chat room here. Delete your talk shoe. Turd, turd is a shit. Well, of course it is. It's the movement, bowel movement. Mm-hmm. Bowel just movement. wait, wait. He's gonna and he's going to inject some new sound effects. It's called flushing the turd. <laughs> well, I'm a man. Go go ahead, give me go ahead, <laughs> give me some. You know, come on, oh, wait, wait! I'm gonna go get the plunger and I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! These retards, these retards wouldn't know what the hell to do with themselves. The turd was flushed. I know. You know, okay. it's, it's pretty. It's pretty pathetic. It, this is this is the. Uh, the limit of their intellect, right here. <laughs> intellect? They don't have an intellect. They're just tall. But I, I have to tell you about you know when uh, Logan wanted me to live with him in his house. He had a house, and I had my own bathroom. Okay, and he was even going to consider building. You know, he wanted me to help him though. He do all of this. You know, he the real motive for me for him was. Logan wanted an in-house housekeeper and someone that was non-CI so he could still go, you know, on, on the date and stuff and keep his house clean. He wanted me to help him do a, um, a hot house, okay, build a hot house and do gardening. And he was going to build his garage and have uh, upstairs apartments for me. So basically I, I was going to be like an in-house mom for him. You know, and okay. and but uh, he was going. You know, and I'm living here for less than two hundred dollars a month in an apartment. In an apartment in a, a really cool building that used to be a hospital, but it's a, this building. This apartment's probably about eight hundred square feet, <laughs> and I have my own, you know, private space. So. Um, and I have to go there and pay the same and do all this work for him. And I, for, for some reason, I don't, I didn't see how that was going to come out on the head there. 
I I felt like I was going to be used as a hired help hand and work. My, he's going to work me to death, you know. And he probably would have, you know. And with his mom across the street, and his mom was not happy with her husband. They don't get along. This, uh, you know. So, um, matter of fact, uh, Logan told me that his dad, or his uh, stepdad, you know, his mother's husband, this man that. Was, so his mother married a Jew? Yeah. He, he's a they practicing Presbyterian, but he's a Jew. His name is definitely Jewish. Fendula. And he's got dark, dark hair and dark brown eyes. And this okay. is his fourth wife. And his first wife, all the wives hate him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that got to tell me that why, you know, uh, here, see, they're all jealous. If you want to know the truth. I'm divorced. I was married 20. I'm divorced. I've never remarried. I didn't marry some asshole and get caught up into a mess, okay? My ex almost did, but he's divorced, and he's got his yacht. He lives on his yacht. You know, he sails all the time, you know. So in a way, he, you know, most of these married guys are kind of jealous. He didn't go out and marry. He never remarried. Okay. <laughs> My ex never remarried. So that's what the smartest he almost did because he had see he had two affairs he was involved with her when we were married he got involved with the sales rep at work and uh they got engaged you know but he promised the kids he'd never have any children so he had a vasectomy so he wouldn't have any more children well you know logan's dad we're like, they we're got, like old we're like old dad john's here you know, yeah, let me let me let me finish thorough. with this. Let me let me finish with this, and I'll, I'll I'll hear about Dan John. So Logan's dad, when they his mother and you know, they divorced, Logan's dad had gotten a, uh, a vasectomy also and promised there wouldn't be any more kids. But any but that didn't last because he met some other woman, a younger woman, probably I don't know who or what. But he got married again, and Logan has a sister, half sister, with through his dad and his second wife. So I said to Logan, I said, most of, you know, all the Nimtars at that time, all, I said, they're probably all jealous because I, most of you guys are jealous because my, my ex-husband didn't marry somebody else, and he's sailing his yacht, and he lives quite nicely, trust me. He lives very well. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that to, to the uh, average man, that sounds like heaven, right? Totally away from, you know, women, kids, and all. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, yeah, you could see it that way. Yeah, I, I do. And Logan even admitted it. Yeah. So, but anyway, Logan's uh, mother, is she? they have separate bedrooms and they're not happy. And Logan said that he, she, he, he irritates his mother all the time. You know, they don't sleep together. They don't do anything. So he does things to irritate her. I said, well, he's probably trying to get, you know, he wants her money. He wants her money because evidently she's got money. I don't know if she she got it from her marriage or maybe from her family, you know, money. Well, Logan got, you know, Logan got a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's cross yeah, Logan the works for the U.S. government. He is a post office. He works in the post office. Well, I don't really, I don't really want, I don't really want to. No, you don't have money. I don't, I don't really want, I don't really want to. Firm the Nimbuster Tars and aiding them and stalking Logan here. Yeah, you know, well. I'll, I don't okay. know. I don't know if Logan's 
you know, for sure. Logan. Well, anyway, I hope that Logan's okay, but, you know. I hope he is. I, I hope I was, too. I was. So he, uh, just would have, he would just have all sorts of notions here that I didn't agree with. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Uh, well, you I know mean, what? I, I mean, he, for me, for me, if you if you don't want, if you want to, if you don't, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Paul because you end up having Jews like Fink come in. I don't know if you've seen this, but old old Bruce, old Bruce was at old Eli James's uh, show, and he said, "Oh, Rabbi Fink is Rabbi Fink is." You know, having the 666 worship section of Paul, and what happens? Fink got word of that, and you know, uh, you know, he was spying on Eli James here, the Jew boy that brought him in. Well, he sent he sent and he Bruce was the screaming, awful he, email. He, was screaming, he said it to me. He was yeah. Well, he said to me too. He was screaming. Yeah, he was screaming. He was screaming. I mean, old Fink was like to him. You know, that nigger those kind like to bust the, like to bust the casket. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, all the gender better doesn't like Bruce for. I mean, with me, you know, Bruce. You know, what Bruce will do? What Bruce will do is that he'll, you know, oh, you know, Martin's the greatest preacher. You know, CI dentistry here, and then, you know, heck, you know, about he's, two he's, days later, he'll, he'll be back to Marty. Yeah, Chubble, he's double. Marty Chubble, he's, Marty he's double. He's double minded. That's what I. Yeah, he changes. Now me, I sort of. Yeah. I sort of one day he's this, next day he's not. No. I mean, Dewey thinks he's schizoid. I think he's nutty as hell. You know, I don't know if he's schizoid or not, but you know, I think he's, I think he's pretty nutty. But uh, you know, heck, uh, he acts like some of the Jewish boys I grew up with. I don't well. I never well, grew up with Jew, I never grew up with. I never grew up with Jewish boys. Well, I didn't boys. grow. I mean, Back, you I know, I lived in a small anybody, town, and there were, you know. You know you know, yeah, well, I lived in a small and town. Sisters here, but. And by the way, I'm not from New Jersey. You you told him I I was. You, from New you Jersey. said you're from no no you said you're from Louisiana or something. No no I'm Louisiana, from Louisiana Indiana. Tennessee LaPorte, something like Indiana. that. My mother's from Louisiana, but I was born and raised in my hometown in Laporte, Indiana. Where is Laporte? Indiana. Laporte is like Indiana. Where, where is where is where is Laporte? Well, uh, you know where South, what Notre Dame is in South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, what around? Uh, or you know where Gary, what? Indiana is? Well, uh, yeah, I know where Gary is. And Gary's Michigan Fox. City. You ever been to Michigan City? Because that's where my ex is from. Michigan City. Uh, no, but I yeah, I know where I know where uh, well, Notre Dame and what the hell? Okay, no, well, South so Bend, Notre Dame is. And, is like twenty miles northeast of the but, port. My you home, know, South Bend is South Bend, Indiana is on the other side. It's around what? Yes, Wayne that's right. And, and my like hometown Gary. is Gary sucks. You know what I mean? My well, I'm part. My hometown is ten miles off of Lake Michigan, right under Lake Michigan. It takes about uh, you know thirty forty minutes to drive to. Well, you can get in drive to Chicago in an hour from. Laporte. If you wanted to. Uh, it's 20 miles to South Bend. It's 10 miles to Michigan City. And Gary is like, well, I don't know, 10 I miles up a from load Michigan. Of, I picked up a load of tires in South Bend, Indiana, one time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where I, in that area is where I grew up, Laporte, Indiana. And uh, it's nothing like New Jersey, nothing at all like this place. 
I would never pick to live here. In a, that's why I'm going to find a, I'm going to find a place to go live. And it's not going to be in here. It's hard to do because considering I'd have to save some money and I'd see if I could get in another senior housing or something. You know, because I well, I mean, if you, you have know. it, if you have it, if you have it, what you're you're living it sounds like you're living in Section Eight housing here in well, it's senior housing for Section Eight. That's right. And I, another thing that these these kids have, you know, like Bruce saying, oh, and Will, oh, I forgot to tell you this. And when he says, well, Granby has, he come, Granby has. Now listen, listen, if I marry Bruce, I, he says, oh, if you come here, you know, and we get married, you know, you can, you can, uh, oh, if you come here, you can get, you can get $600 from, um, a month from the, um, from what they call, uh, what they call welfare or whatever, or and uh, oh, I said, oh, that'd be great. I could put that on top of my Social Security, and I have a fair amount of money monthly <laughs> living. And I said, well, then Bruce, you know, we could do things together, couldn't we? <laughs> Since Bruce doesn't Brandy, have money. Brandy hmm? is Section Eight housing. It's called Twin Oaks. It's a bunch of oh, it's a bunch of these here little what two. You know, bungalows or something like that here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, listen, about, this is yeah, totally senior. This is they call not it the same Twin thing. Oaks. Yeah, free. You know, it's essentially a free range tutory. That's what it is. You know, yeah, so. well, you know, but I mean, this one is strictly seniors, and I could move. To, and there are lots of really nice senior uh, housing in different parts of the country. I'm sure. So, right. um, I guess that's pretty but, well. I mean, you have some in Diamond. You have some in Grandview. Yeah, I wouldn't you have go some to, yeah. yeah, Gary Kansas, does suck. I agree. It's you have, I, <laughs> I mean, it's for, you know, it's it's not, it's, it, you know, when it's for seniors here, it's not like living in the freaking project with all damn niggers and beaners. No, I see, mean, the thing is where I am, I'm in a secure building. I mean, yeah. And the projects is, is gone. They, they're building the the projects has been gone next door when when uh, Logan was here. That was still there, but they oh. moved all of them out. They were supposed to tear the buildings down, but they decided to gut them out and they're rebuilding them. They're making it senior housing like this for seniors. Okay. This is, this whole building here is for people from 62 and above can live here. It's senior housing only, and and so, and only uh, other people who can get in before they're 62 if they have a disability, you know. Um, okay. So I'm in a very secure building. I mean, it's I've got it's it's we've got security downstairs. Security, there's you know, the police department is right behind this building. There's not so going to be any. Move. I mean, you would think. Yeah. You would think. And you I have. Would do- you know, are you allowed to have guests overnight then, or what? Of course, I can have a guest for two weeks. It's like a, it, here. Well, this is what it's like. It's just like renting an apartment. You know, if you if you live in an apartment uh, somewhere and you have a lease, you're allowed to have a guest. You can have a guest come and live with you for two weeks. But anything after that, you're going to have to negotiate, uh, renegotiate a lease. Well, so I can have a day. Like, you know, I mean, shoot, you have what a tunnel or two? You could have, you could go ahead, essentially, and uh, I, I have run a, a sort of bed and sort of run a bed and breakfast for, you know. No, I can't do that in tent, public. Tent, no, no, they, no, 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 because you see, they wouldn't let you do that because uh, I, you know, my daughter did that when she was in Brooklyn. She used to rent out part of it, you know, for guests. 
especially around here because so many people will come in to uh, go. You can go into New York with 30 minutes to be in New York and uh, come here to travel. Rent. She rented her apartment, her bedrooms out for, you know, travelers from Europe or whatever that wanted to come to New York, you know, as tourists. And, you know, I couldn't do that because this is a public subsidized. I couldn't do that. They would did not allow you to do that. Like Felicity, oh, nobody okay. solicits in here. Um, when you come in to visit, you leave your um, ID at the security office. They have to show it and leave it there and because they monitor everybody that comes in here. So in actuality, I'm in a fairly safe place. You know, unless... It, uh, uh, because as far as the cities go, they're all full of mongrels, Negroes, and... Well, you know, I mean, yeah. Just about all of them. And, well, um, you know, it's like that even in Joplin here. The projects you've got. Sure. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Bigger, yeah. beers, yeah. uh-huh. I mean, I tards and all sorts uh-huh. of critters here. I don't well, know. I, uh, I just, uh, I, well, you, hell, that, that's pretty well what CI Dentistry's become. It's just become mongrels like, uh, well, Rabbi Fink, you know, uh, well, old nigger lips and the old nigger nose thing and uh, yeah. all these critters, all these critters are just simply mongrels. And same way with old Johnny Tonto. So you get to where you get to where you get a little bit, you know, I don't know. I, you know, may, maybe Dewey is somewhat correct here. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm thinking of changing it from understanding, Chris, you know, dual seed line Chris identity to understanding Israel identity. Uh, just yeah. pretty well, you know, pretty well changing. Uh, yeah, I've been calling it CI dentistry for about a year. That'd be, that, that sounds good, actually, it does. Because it's just gotten to where, you know, here, can, here, is, here is Fink, here is Fink, and what, about three weeks ago, he just, you know, the last shoe drops to where essentially he's going to. You know, he doesn't agree with Bertrand Compare, and neither did uh, all that Sicily and Guido, probably Jew, uh, Clifton Emheiser. Uh, he came in pretending that he was uh, studying Compare with the aid of Compare's secretary, Gene Snyder. And you go look at him, he hated Compare. Uh, the, one who, the one who was uh, well-known was a character named Willie Martin, who I used to know, too. Uh, and yeah. no, it's just become, it's just become just so, well, you know, the, see, it, it all is, they do is, is a, preach Paul. All just, they do is preach yeah. Paul. I mean, that's not, see, well, not, not only that, not only that, it's a matter to where, what they're doing is they're pe- preaching, uh, papist, they're te- preaching the papist preterists. And then the, once they get from the papist preterism, the Roman Catholic, horse shit that becomes uh what the no devil the no devil horse shit and uh that's that's exactly what yeah, they yeah become. well yeah they, that, that's they're, why they're, they're they, not, they have paul that's why paul yeah, they, they, yeah they come in you understand they, that yeah. well i don't have i don't have that big a problem with uh yeah with but paul. you understand that I that's exactly people, that preaching leads to Multiculturalism. Well, that's, that's what it's all about. Why, that's why a lot of the old time, you know, the old time, you know, the old time, 
you know, uh, Chris Adetti believers, you know, I mean, like uh, Pastor, you know, Bob Miles, he says, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm not a Paul. I'm not a Paulian. Uh, I'm not a Paul follower. Well, and I, 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 I just finished. I just finished up on Kindle. I don't even like called, to use that Christian because it it came from uh, Constantine and the Pauline doctrine. They weren't even called that. The Israelites never. They they said they followed the way and they were Israelites. I I would I would claim that your Christ sons and daughters the DNA. You know because that's really I, that's why Israel changing it to um, um, Israelites study, Israelite program would be far better because you want to get away from that multicultural preaching through the Pauline doctrine and that's what it's all about. That's why that's why they can get into the, you know, no devil stuff and twist the scriptures. Well, yeah. you will go ahead and you know, I mean I have to laugh I have to I had to laugh at you know, old uh, Bruce. You know, it just just made fake she it's 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 Rabbi Fink, six hundred and sixty-six. The you know, worship, worship of Paul, and uh, you know that's you know that's exactly what it is because what they do is uh, mm-hmm. you know, they quote Paul. They quote Paul. Paul pretty much quoted the Bible. He was saying is that it was a lot of times by grace. By I've been reading this book called zealot and it's about it's about uh you know jesus christ they said he was a zealot they said he was he was crucified for sedition against rome yeah and then it then it then it it's written by some it's written by some damned iranian ragheads but i yeah. i did go ahead and a lot of times he does say is that paul changed a great deal Oh, he sure did. A great deal of what Christ said here. Yeah. And yeah. I mm-hmm. have, I don't like a lot of people. I have, I mean, like like a lot of the older, like a lot of the older, you know, gentlemen, Christian Dante, you know, I, I have made fun of, you know, oh, New Covenant. Yeah, well, you're claiming that, you know, mm-hmm. the, quote, Gentiles have a New Covenant with, you know, with, uh, you know, they brought in through a new covenant here. And what what I've done is I just simply asked people, I said, look, are you an Israelite or a Gentile? And they usually want to say, well, I'm an Israelite. In which case, if you're an Israelite, then Paul is your apostle. If you're a Gentile, then Paul is your apostle. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, man, I, did, yeah. I, did get a, I did get a concordance about three months ago. And here's Russ for yapping like an ass clown about, no, Paul never was an apostle. Well, I go Paul's ahead and I, look, word, I, I go ahead and I look up the word apostle, and guess what? It just means he who was sent. There were about two guys in Acts who were apostles. I'd never heard of them before. You know what I mean? There was. Yeah, well, uh, you know that Jesus said Yeshua said this. He says, um, "I came." This is what he said. I came. I come in my Father's name, and one will come after me. In his own name, and hence you will believe. And that's Paul. They didn't fight, so you know they murdered all of the apostles. They chopped their heads off. And well, they, murdered, uh, they murdered. They murdered a number of them as yes, well. They, and then, murdered, they murdered all through the Catholic Church. Pauline Christ, doctrine. 
they murdered mm-hmm. Christ's own brother, who was called James the Just. Here. Yes, that's right. So, and that, that was Paul that knocked it. Uh, Paul shoved him off the deck or something, or off a wall, and he fell. I don't know if he died from that, but he did die from. from and then Paul also uh, had um, Stephen stoned to death. So, and you know, Paul was a thirty-third degree Mason. He was a master Mason. Who was? And he, Paul, he says so, right? In his doctor, uh, he's a master uh, mason. Yes. It, it's in there. You just look for it, you'll okay. find it. Well, and he also, right. <laughs> he also is a Pharisee. He's a Pharisee. Well, he's a Jew. All right. So, you see, that's why, you understand, that's why you've got all the Jews in the, the so-called made-up Christian um, Christianity. You ain't too crazy about Paul, man, huh? No, that's another thing with Bruce. You see, his parents are, his dad's a real strong Catholic, and he does a, and they have, you know, Christmas and Easter Bunny, and, you know, they, I said, I, I could never, I would never be partaking, I would never be able to partake in that, you know? Um, he said, oh, it's just a child. No, I said, no, to me, you'd be turning your, your soul over to the devil because I don't worship the Nimrod bush. That's what it is. So yeah, I said, I don't, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, had a, I had an experience when I was 10 years old, and I never was well, almost 11. I'll never forget it, my first experience with the Catholic Church. I, my house was about two blocks or from this big Roman Catholic Church. And um, one of my friends, girlfriends, I was only 11, 10 and a half years old, and uh, she would always go to uh, the Catholic Church, you know, to, to do her uh, prayers, you know, with the beads and whatever. She had to do prayers. Now, she asked me one time if I wanted to come up, come to church with her while she did it. And um, I never, ever stepped foot in a Catholic church, ever. So that was my first time. I walked in with her, and it just like, you know, I, I had walked by the church many times as a little girl, but I always thought it was an extremely evil place. I just sensed the evilness coming from it, you know? And it was one of those real dark, gothic-looking churches, you know, it almost looks like a haunted house type, you know, with a real dark stained glass windows. You couldn't see any light really going through them. So anyway, so I go in with her. She goes over and we go to sit, and we went to sit down on the bench, and I, you know, I should sit down, and I sat down, and I looked up. My eyes were wide open. I could not see. I was blind. I, oh. I was, like, in a state of... Um, my whole body just like froze up when I started shimmering. Like I couldn't see. It scared me. I literally was blind with my eyelids open. And the whole time she did her her rosary, and we got up to leave. And as soon as I got up to leave and turn and walked out, my eyes opened up. So I didn't go on. I don't get on talk show, and I don't get on a lot of shows and talk about that experience but to me that was my father my father who sacrificed his blood and his soul to save my kind to save me from being in that 
fail church of putting them on a stick and keeping them there. I wouldn't, I, you know, so I was being protected, you understand, at that particular time because, I, I you know, yeah, I have no other excuse, other reason. And um, so when I come to the realization that my that Yeshua was not a Jew, you know, it was like uh, back in 2005, I started learning that gradually. So I have stepped out of uh, the, the all churches. I went back to, when my divorce, I went back to, Church, some of these churches. I went to the Maranatha Church, and I went so, into so the Pentecostal. You go to, what church were you going to when you were ten? Uh, at that time, I was a Southern uh, Baptist church in Indiana. This is Laporte, Indiana. Right. Okay, not Louisiana, Indiana. Okay. And so I was raised, you know, in the Baptist church in Indiana, but we had a Southern minister, and. We, I was married in a uh, in the Baptist minister's parsonage, but not in the church. Okay. But when I finally learned the real truth of this, I would not ever go back into any any of the Rome churches. So I could I could not do that. I could in no way live in a house married to a man that you know that they pretend they worship you know Jesus Christ, our Father, on Xmas on, you know, Tammuz's birthday. Jeremiah 10, where it talks about the tree that you break down, you know, it's abomination. It's a total abomination. And all of the extension, all of the so-called Rome churches, all the way from Baptist, Presbyterian, Methodist, they're all going to burn. Every single one is going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So I am very much more, uh, I would just say I'm an Orthodox Israelite because I'm Orthodox really serious about that. And I told Bruce that I intend to practice the the feast days totally, just like Yeshua did. Okay. I'm gonna, I, I won't have anything to do with anything Roma of the Pope in that phony, baloney, fake religion. I can't, I can't even t- tolerate listening. You know, I had it so drilled into me when I was young. And I could, all I knew was Paul. I, Paul, I, Paul, I, Paul, I, Paul, I, Paul, I, Paul. But, you know, no other, no other, no other uh, gospel but mine. Anyone teaches you otherwise, it's, uh, um, what is it, uh, yeah, it, it's all taught in the the apostles, the real apostles, did not approve of Paul at all. That's why they, you know, that guy was so, yeah. I am a nut, that's right. I'd rather be a nut. I'm worried about my eternal soul. I wonder what you're worried about. You know, you will be judged for the way you live on this planet. And by the way, yeah, you, you, you will. You, you, hey, Mary, you know, at least at least you violated get some twenty eight fan pussy. So hey, you know, just just mark up their notch, you know, <laughs> just number twenty eight says he feels violated. 
I hope so. I hope so. Violate? Why was that? Violating what? He says that. he feels violated. The critter says he feels violated here. So, you know, Mary, you know, old, old blushing Mary America has, uh, you know, has uh, psychically violated yet the 28th man pussy. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't understand it. what violated. It's not coming through well because there sounds violated. You know, he says that he, you know, guest number twenty-eight feels. I feel violated. Oh, <laughs> guest number twenty-eight. Well, you probably are. You're living in a fallen world here. This this uh, this little planet's going to be redone, and we're really going back to the Genesis one. Mm-hmm. And that's when Yeshua will come back because you won't be eating meat and killing the animals and uh, um, uh, like you are now, no, and murdering the babies, yeah. And the devil, all of the Jews, all the Jews, all of them, including my daughter and you know my son, they'll all be done away with, yeah, into hellfire. See, are you there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Pastor, Pastor, Pastor uh, Linstead, you know yeah. that that uh, I can't, I could not be around Catholics without being very, you know, I would end up being, uh, they'd take me off somewhere. You'd never see me again if I lived over there. <laughs> well, I'm from they, they, New Jersey. They, huh? I have a bunch of New Jersey. I just look at the Nimbus guitars. They're just. Well, you know, you see, because I don't have any friends, I've always been a loner. So I've always been a loner, uh, Pastor. I mean, most of my life, I've always been really independent, a loner. Um, so, uh, I, you know, so me living in this building is not a problem because I don't, you know, my, my daughter says, do you have any friends? I said, no. I says, I have nothing in common with these people. They don't speak English. They're not of me. And they walk around and crutch it. I said, why should I want to socialize with them? Oh. Puking Mary. Puke, 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 sweetie. Uh-huh. You're going to be puking when uh, Yeshua returns. You're going to be down in hell with little Nikki and the boys burning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just having fun. <laughs> yeah, but no, I love Bruce. I I was trying to help him more. See, he, and he, he really, really listens to me, you know. Um, but I'm concerned, you know, uh, now, I mean, I, I, I decided to be mean to get, I, I decided to part, you know, number 24. He was, he, he was getting past my line of tardation death here. Um, I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and unmute him in about five minutes here. What was he doing? Oh, oh I, I decided to, you know, I don't know. Have you ever heard about the sea battle of Minorca where Admiral Bing, he got executed to uh, encourage the rest here? You know, they, uh, they said he wasn't aggressive enough, so they went ahead and shot him. You know, it wasn't very fair, but they, you know, like Voltaire said, is that they shot one admiral to encourage the rest. Why? Well, I, I just went ahead <laughs> and spotted one Nimbuster Tard to... Discourage rest. It's sort of, it's sort of though like it's sort of like oh 
shooting your crow, though. I mean, the rest of them here, they bit, you know, you know, they really don't like each other, but they'll they'll go ahead and bitch and piss and moan here. Sort of like Jews well, here, they, though. They'll they don't like anybody. So I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and unmute guest number twenty-four in about four minutes or so here. But yeah, I'm just being a, I'm just being a censorship asshole. This there would force me to wear lipstick and put on a dress. Well, I wear no, 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 no. No, uh, really, holy women don't wear lipstick. They don't wear makeup. They don't dye their hair, and they do wear dresses. And they don't expose their bodies. You know, they they're modest in their dress. Bruce wanted me to dye my hair and wear makeup if I got married. I said, no. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm shamefaced. I'm shamefaced. I'm not, I'm not shamefaced. A couple of days at least, Max Thacker. Max Thacker is better half of my I know why. I'm going to go ahead and pardon. I'm going to go ahead and pardon Jeff in 24. I'm going to condemn Max Hacker. I'm going to go ahead and give a dim mustard charge pardon here to 24. And I'm going to go ahead. Go ahead, because they've been, been Max nasty critters. Hard penalty <laughs> box here. Oh, gee. That's <laughs> wonderful. They just don't like they don't don't like pukey Mary, huh? Puke, puke. Up your nose, boys and girls. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, probably more girls than boys because most of you are all little fairy, you know. (laughs) You don't even know you're a man. There aren't any men in this chat room. I haven't you know what, in thirty three years, Pastor, I have not met a real man yet. I bet, I bet. That's why I never remarried. I could never find a real man. There aren't any. They're all little uh, fudge butters, you know, butt buddies. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to leave old Max Acker. You know, he you know he has at least five minutes here. Well, that tard gets at least five minutes here in the tard box here. Max Hacker, huh? Well, his name's a giveaway. He's a dead giveaway. His fudge packer. Yeah, I know what he is. I figured that. That's why I said there aren't any men in the chat room. (laughs) It's so nice we don't need to recharge here. So I'm happy. I'm happy for, see, I really forced that with uh, him. We know what, after he told me about this girl that he met on being, uh, BNN, you know, and he went and met her, and she, I said, well, you know, she really was setting you up for to get to know you, to have a date with you. And so he sat and had lunch with her, you know. That's it. I mean, it's just, <laughs> so I realized, I said, well, this is, you know, this would be impossible for me to be married to this young man who's going to be involved with this movement, going out with these girls. So that's when I, that was really the, the clincher right there, you know. So I sort of, when I uh, sent him an email that I wouldn't be calling him back, I didn't say it forever. I just said I wouldn't be calling him back because he understand that I'm the one calling him on my on my dime, all right? Not his. <laughs> so... Um, 
and other other thing other incidents that happened. So that's why I decided to do that. You know, I was hoping maybe he'd be mature enough though to um to want to you know email me and ask to talk to me again for more of an explanation so we could have discussed it. See, that's that's the part. Even in any kind of a relationship, whether you know you're a good friend or uh, you called me. You called me Monday and said. Yeah, I I was gonna. I tried to call you back. That while I was busy, I had oh, to get okay. out. I had to go ahead and draft this uh, petition for rehearing. Although I doubt they're going to rehear anything. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I tried calling you later. I mean, I mean, right, right. It used to be. Okay. It used to be that they go through at least the motions. You go through the motions of uh, having a reason to allow attorneys or judges to run wild nowadays, I'll screw it here. Uh, you know, you don't have jurisdiction. Screw you. You lost $505. Uh, screw you, screw you, screw you. And that's pretty well what did need happen. But, you know, I, I really... As I look at it, <laughs> as I look at it, uh, you know, folks, I, you know, I think the only purpose for the bowel movement is to hasten is to hasten and intensify the inevitable bloodshed which is going to come about during the Great Tribulation here. Oh, okay. Anybody anybody who's yapping anybody who's yapping about oh let's show up our little slides, let's show our little asses, let's do this. Oh they they're all saying that. No, let's no, that's not gonna be time. that way at all. <laughs> no. No, it's gonna be hell. Yeah, people are going to go insane. They're going to be uh, robbing you, raping you, beating you up, chopping you up, eating you, and shooting you. That's what's coming. Am I right? Or it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be something to wear. Yeah. A great tribulation such as never was, never shall happen again, unless no, unless yeah. Christ mm-hmm. intervenes. No white flesh should say. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead. I don't know if I've given, I don't know if I've given Fudge Packer a whole five minutes here in the Tard box. But I'm going to go ahead. Free the Tards. Free the Tard. Free the Tard. No, I, I, you know, so I was hoping. I think, I think, I think he's in as a guest here. You know, uh, but you know, I mean, uh, some of these, some of these Tards have about two or three browsers that I can ask about. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, um, <laughs> what the fuck was that for? Well, the same damn reason that dogs and yourself make your own asshole because you can't. How's that? You know, I'm a black backer. You know, see, it's, it's really, yeah. And if you saw, saw the pictures of um, um, uh, Bruce's grandfather in that video, he looks Jewish also. Oh. His, mother's, his mother's father looks Jewish. And... Bruce's dad looks Jewish, yet he's telling me that you can't socialize. If you're in CIA, you can't socialize with Jews or or niggers or coloreds, you know. Well, it wasn't for the best to sort of end that way because shit, you saved yourself, what, $25,600? Yeah, but no, that was Bruce would Bruce wouldn't have been able to pay you back for a damn ticket. No, he wasn't, and I'd be stranded. I stranded there. They he wouldn't be. They wouldn't be very helpful either. So, no. no. So it's for the best. Is your daughter going to come see you again, or what? 
Pardon? Did your gardener come see you again? Uh, well, she uh, came by. She called, She was uh, in the city today because she had two clients here. She, you know, she's she is a professional. She has a business. She got meridian therapy, and she teaches and does treatments. You know, uh, you know, uh, she got energy treatments and massages. She's licensed in Swiss massage also, and all of that. And so she, that's what she does. <laughs> so she had a couple of ladies that she worked on here today. So she so. could see. She could. She could be buying. See, yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, she thought she took me to lunch, and that's it. Yeah. You know, Maple Hill, one of the one of the better neighborhoods in New Jersey. I mean, you you have city ones like Elizabeth and Hoboken and I don't, I don't know. And I honestly don't want to live around her. I really don't. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm very serious about. It. I don't. I have really cut my family off. She just cut. See, she she's done this before. When I was in Charlotte, I didn't talk for for three four years. Um. So she brought me to back to New York, and then um, she came to get me. Thought I had more opportunity up here, but didn't she no sooner got me into New York? That was back in 1999. Um, that you know, she said, "Oh, well, you're not going to stay here forever," you know. And I was unemployed, on unemployed, and I was in my fifties then, you know. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Max Acker, not me, hell. Goopy bastard. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. I, I well, that. what happened? You know, my, you know what? My uh, internet kind of um, modem, yeah, now maybe it'll work. It hasn't frozen. Like the chat room, I think, is frozen on me. No, it's working. They are funny. Uh, but just, you know I'm, what? I've learned to... Um, I've learned to ignore the chat room from past experience and not take oh, it seriously. Because well, when I, I first started calling you and, you know, on some of the I, shows, I would get intimidated by it. I'm sorry. I ignore the chat room a lot. I don't take it too serious, but I'm sort of kicked back. You know, uh, yeah, you can't. Because, look, look, at you know, scenery, look at the scenery from this PBS thing about the uh, Lincoln Highway. And... Uh, I was raised. I was raised pretty well out west to where, oh, you know, you know, to where you have rather old, bleak, and austere landscape here. You know, and in the spring, uh, right now, right now, uh, late April and early May, I think are the best times of the month in South Dakota. Oh uh, yeah. When the when the you know when the uh, you don't like fall well, and, the, and the fall season's not good there. Well, I'm a bit, I've been out there for you know, for about oh, I don't think I've been up there for about what oh, oh, fourteen years or something like that. No, oh shit! Now I was up there. I was up there two years ago. You know, taking my mom home. You know, taking my mom home. Taking yeah, my buddy home here. Look. Any case, yeah, I'll just sort of, you know, Bruce, Bruce want to talk. I mean, I, I do, I do monologue. Monologue is sacred. Then after that, here, I don't take talk shoes seriously. I mean, look, 
get five you hours. Get five, you get five hours. And what you have is you have a bunch of nimbus retards in there. And what they're doing is that they're just like a bunch of monkeys or like I say, heckle and jekyll. And they're just mm-hmm. making they're just making ass clowns of themselves here. And uh, I mean, Max Acker was you know, was especially chipping out, so I decided to go ahead and mute that using bathroom. Oh, what happens is that I'll, I'll have him I'll have him stay because he'll wait to be unmuted. He'll wait to be unmuted, and then you know he's probably Marty Chomo here, who I said I'm not gonna let him. I'm not gonna let Marty Chomo be on tonight here. Yeah, because that's rather, that's a rather insulting. Yeah, Max Factor. Roxy is alive because I spoke to her two, three days ago on the phone. Yeah. And here, here's something else, Max Factor. You die, you come in this world alone, and you die alone. You know? You come in this world alone, and you will die alone. So get off of your little crap. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah Roxy, Roxy, right. answered, Roxy answered the uh, Roxy answered the phone here. Usually she uh, she sounds good. She, she did the other day, really the other day, but huh? last on the eighth here, and the sword mongrel called here, and I said, "Is it that that damn Mamser from Mid- Oh no, it ain't. <laughs> you know, old sword Mamser has to tell me that he's not going to accept service. And here is his dad. He's with him there. You know, I'm listening to this. Oh, you giddy bastard! Uh, yeah, you've been, he's, you've been the, he's the one that you are, started you're, you're all of one, it. Yeah, you're the one who started this lawsuit. You, you I, I, I've been listening to you from the very start. I, I went through, you know, for like, why not, five years I've been listening, I think. No, right um, with Johnny Tonto, with Rio, and, bef- and before Rutherford was on the, before that, I was listening yeah. to you way, way back when. So I've been following oh, yeah. you through all of this crap. And when I go oh, and read yeah. your 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 indictment uh, in which you said it, you know, I, it's like, oh, I've heard it. I know it's been going on forever. You know, I know I almost can recite it myself. <laughs> well, none of, none of these people, none of these people have changed because they're not able to change. They they are what they are. Uh, uh-huh. That's what annoys me. That's what annoys me. I mean, critters like Brian Real in uh-huh. normal, you know, in normal times. Uh, a critter like that showed up, why, hey, he'd be skinned out, and that'd be the end of that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, know. that that would be, that would but, be, that's, but and, you're what, what you have, what you have is you have these damn Jews, they're used to essentially censoring everybody, doing whatever the hell they want to, and they don't seem to realize. That's exactly what they do. You know, just, you know, that's 100% like people, what they do. These people <laughs> who steal kids or these, uh, you know, these damn pigs here. They're, they're white like pussies because people are just simply starting to kill their ass. You know what I mean? Well, and uh, uh, in, yeah. in, real, in real life, in real life, mm-hmm. in real life, a creature like Brian Real. I mean, once he's well, Brian Reel's a fag, and you know, and all these, all these people, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they're they're all they're all little, uh, uh, you know, what I call brains are gone. They have no conscience. They're they. Oh, that's no, no, why this, it's, this, this yeah. evil creature never had conscience. I mean, no, never. He doesn't I, know what I, the I, word I conscience means. I presented, I presented thirty-eight freaking pages of eighteen lawsuits that he had pulled. In the past 
year and a half in the Lake County, Ohio. And here's this character. He's stalking this guy. And what happens is that the guy ends up going through two lawyers. And he is, he is you know, Brian Reed would say, strike this lawyer, you know, strike this lawyer's thing. I mean, that's what Brian Reed, he's just going ahead and doing this shit. So, I don't know. I get the impression, I get the impression, you know, I, I mean, I called he's up. He's not well, a lawyer well, himself. Why, you know, I mean, does, you know, he, he, I know like, his brother well, is. He's not going to be able to get a lawyer, he's not going to be able to get a lawyer, a lawyer who pulled this shit would be disbarred. You know what I mean? Yeah, not, of course. You know, I mean, you know, he, and I read his. I, uh, I mean, what, what he is, what he is doing okay. here, and that's what I'm going to write is that hey, he, he's committed fraud. He has committed under penalties and perjury a bunch of fraud to take down my web pages. Uh-huh. I mean, he is, you know, he is liable for criminal charges. Is what he what he's done here. And oh yeah, it's very. You know, I mean, he, he does he's done that, but so has. So is William Fink and Eli James. I mean, James, oh yes. Well, I oh, remember yeah. the uh, you had it on one of the MP3s, the conversation between Rio and wasn't it Eli James? Mm-hmm. Where they were, we, we were actually heard when they were heard plotting, them, when they plotting were plotting to get you out, get out. your no, yeah. They thought it was me, and they said no, it might be the Nimbusters. He's talking about taking the Nimbusters down. Soon yeah, and former Nimbusters. Yeah. Then here comes Eli James. You know, he's thinking the Nimbusters were, you know, were spoofing his email, and he was talking about how he went to the Chicago FBI to, mm-hmm. you know, to snitch out the Nimbusters. Right. You know, hey, you, you idiot, you boy. I mean, who the hell do you think you're kidding? But you know, these, these, you know, these, you know, these idiots don't seem to know anything about what they're doing. Oh, well, it's like it's like that. Their full time uh, uh, work is constantly being attacking and trying to keep a lawsuit going for just fun. <laughs> well, just out well, of that's spite. What, that's it's what, like that's what he spite. does here. I mean, eighteen, <laughs> you know, eighteen freaking lawsuits. All sixteen of them have been dismissed here. His federal lawsuits. His federal well, lawsuits. paying for it. I mean, he's paying for I think, all this. I think, I think Zog is paying for it, but his daddy's paying for it, too. You know what I mean? His daddy well, knows all about it. You know what I mean? So maybe so, daddy will uh, get mad and kick the So anyway, I need, to, I need to do, but, you know, I mean, in reality, in reality, here is this critter. Here, well, you know what? He sounds he, very he much is, like a spoiled brat. Satanic mongrel abomination. He is just simply born. You know, there's no redeeming, no, no redeeming statistics uh-uh. in it at all. And all but you can do is evil constantly. That's what you. That's what you have. You have a lot of adulterated people like Bruce and Logan and Russ here. I mean, they're not really. They're not vicious. They're just simply silly. Well, you know yeah, I mean? they, but they don't. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're um, have, you have critters like you have critters like uh, Bill Fink and Bill Fink and uh, no, they're they're just simply they're just simply born. They're simply born evil. They're born spawn Satan. And then so they basically, don't like, what you're saying like is that every 
every word they say is really evil because their intent, the intent behind what they say is evil. Well, yeah, because I they mean, are evil. Uh, That's what. Yeah, they are, yeah, they're 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 serpent, they're serpent seed by. Yeah, and 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 no matter what, their intent will always be evil because of their bloodline, because oh, of their Eli, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Elon mm-hmm. James, he's he's really smarter. He's really smarter. He can impersonate, you know, white man, you know, mentally better than Fink or Brian Rio. But you know, he is, you know, he's one of them serpent seed as well here. And that's why you have all these characters coming in, you know, Mark Downey, the rest here. I think he's just a simply, you know, crazy wigger who uh, run mm-hmm. around with a Jewish wife named Debbie who used to be a sexual mascot. But my hair, what Logan used to say is that, uh, you know, this Don Elmore and the rest here, they used to just have a wife swapping. Uh, oh, yeah. Wife, I, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's certainly. Hey. Yeah. So in any case, uh, hell, I don't know. It looks like a few people left the chat here, and it's probably about time to go ahead and call in. Yeah, yeah but, because it's 3 o'clock here. About, what, four hours? Yeah. yeah 3 o'clock here. Well, ten, so it's been about four hours, too. Anyway. Well, thank you, you for letting me. Thank, thank no, you for no letting me. As, as, I look, as I look at, usually the monologue is sacred, and I'll, I mean, I'll talk about what I want to talk about. Get that out of the way. And then, you know, I mean, Bruce wanted to talk, and then you wanted to talk, and, you know, everybody, everybody who wanted to call in got their chance tonight. Here. You know, um, even, uh, you see, even the Nimbuster retards got yeah, their chance here. You know I'm what I mean? just disappointed that, um, you know, I, I thought that Bruce would be one that I would rather him talk to me personally, and we could have discussed things. But, no, um, that's not well, the case. he's a 21-year-old kid who has a few is, mental problems, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. And, that's uh, right. Hey, and see, I was really helping him more. I was really, in a sense, kind of being like a counselor with him, you know. Okay. And, and, but anyway, uh, I've got to say good night, and thanks for the evening. I enjoyed it. And you... That's good. That's good. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad you had... I'm glad you had fun. Besides, you know, it ain't like you have to get up and do anything in particular tomorrow. Now, is it? No, but when I uh, go to Friday, Friday is next usually week, uh, yeah. Friday is usually my oh, get whatever I need to do day here. I have till oh, I have till this time. I'll have until Friday. I have until Friday to oh, I have what another. Another six days to draft a response to Brian Reel's bullshit, and I'm going to I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on this weekend to get out Monday or Tuesday, and probably you know probably tell the federal judge about Brian Reel's fraud, and essentially start making start making efforts to get Reel and Frank and Elon James. Uh, sent to prison. Well, sent to prison. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, what what I'll probably do is go look up, go look up the, uh, go ahead, and I, I think Brian Rio is probably these this last two lawsuits was against AT and T, and 
uh, get you know get the National Rifle Association, get Arbitron, get AT and T interested in sending Brian Reel to prison, and see you know, and maybe his dad too. Let me see what yep. I can do about that here. Anyway, yeah. I'll talk to okay, you later. Well, okay, well, nice talking to you, and, and, and uh, take care. And also, well, I'll make call in another time. Just depends. Anyway, oh, have a good day okay. tomorrow. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, I think I'm going to call in now. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, well, I think I'm going to go ahead and call it night. I'm on Skype. I don't feel like hanging up Skype. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play the flooring guy. If I do, it'll be as an addendum. So anyway, I'm going to say Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.